Hey everyone, welcome to HRLD, brought to you by Steve. Learning, learning about Harold today. Um, planning on doing some, some learning about short form exercises to wake us all up in the morning. This is not the morning, this is one o'clock. But as I discussed, as I discussed yesterday, I woke up at 3 yesterday, 3 p.m., and now it's 1 p.m. So I had to wake up early, technically, to do HRLD, Hurled, Hurled Rivera, <laughs> Hurled Rivera. All right, let's see. Let's decide on some games to do. We're going to make the game and we're going to see it through. Not going to steal games from other peeps. Uh, let's see. Let's go to the list of games here. I like to do the merry-go-round. Let's see who we get for that. Oh, that's my alarm going off again. And... Uh, and life, you guys. I was um, I was dreaming about improv. I don't know. I don't know if it was good improv or not. I don't really remember now. I remember what happened is I went backstage, and there was like a graduation ceremony going on from my high school. And I congratulated one of the underclassmen or something. And then I, and then I had to sit and watch that. Ceremonies. Ceremony. A ceremony isn't a, isn't analogous to improv. I'm trying to put, put in, put them together. What do you guys think? Send send me a letter. Is a ceremony the same as improv? No. <laughs> ceremony has a lot of I, I guess you could improvise within it, but they have a lot of structure, you know. Particularly a graduation ceremony. You know what happens with the grad? You, you just sit there and you watch and you get bored. That's my opinion of those. I guess the 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 only thing about those is if you're you're emo emotionally attached to some of the graduates, uh, but usually, um, no. Even I've I've been pretty. What's it called? Closely involved with a graduation ceremony, where. I was a speaker and not a, hey, come on, guys, not a literal Best Buy speaker you can buy at Best Buy or Sam Goody or Babbage. You remember Babbage's? <laughs> Babbage's was cool. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, what's that other place? Radio Shack. No, no, no. I'm talking about I had to get up and speak. And, uh, 
that made it slightly more interesting. Hello, Nick, underscore, underscore. Hello. No relation to Nick, underscore, or Nick with no underscores. Oh, too bad. They're, they're a lovely lineage. Ah, <laughs> uh, are they? Yeah. They're, uh, they, they all name themselves. So they're related. So Nick and Nick underscore are related. Uh, uh, the underscores, they're all related. And I, and you know, I like to think that I'm related to all Steve's. That's how I like to think. <laughs> are you going to name your kid, Steve? If you ever have any, do you plan on having kids? Uh, I do not plan on having kids and I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't also do that. I wouldn't name them Steve either. Uh, you're going to break the chain? The one person I'm gonna, chain? I, I'm gonna, I, you don't know. You don't know my dad's name. Um, it is a one person chain, however, and I would, and I would not. It's, it's not even a chain at that point. It's just like a, it's just a ring, right? How, how many rings do you have to have before it's a chain? Can two, you is know, two a chain? Yeah, I mean, I'm feeling generous. I feel like two is a chain. Three is definitely <laughs> a chain. For sure. Maybe. Two? I feel like two could be a chain. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, is this a Herald Jam right now? Yes. It, yeah, it, it sure is. Cool. Is it just uh, us right now? Yeah, it's just you and me. Cool. Is this your... I know you, you popped in real quick yesterday. No, no relation, I told you. Bah, oh, <laughs> that was Nick. That was Nick single underscore. Yeah, oh, I know. Geez. It's really easy to get us confused. Ah, I'm just kidding. Genuinely, genuinely, yes, I was the same guy. I didn't want to make an account, so I was just like, I just, I kept telling me that I had that this. So if if at some point I run out of underscores, I'm out. I guess. Oh, you could use <laughs> you could use hashtag. Um, well, great. Yeah. I'm glad you're. This is the first time you've been to a thing on this. Mm -hmm. Other than other than yesterday, well, cool. Yesterday I tried, yeah. Cool. What what we do for this one is we're gonna chat for a few more minutes because I think other people will come. But then we'll mm -hmm. do the first hour. We'll do warm ups or whatever. Uh, and then yeah, and then the, and then and then and then at the, in the next hour we'll do we'll do the herald. Oh shit! It's an hour of warm ups. Okay. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know if it's, uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, I guess there'll be scenes. I like to do scenes and stuff to warm up. Oh, fun. Um, okay, cool. Do, um, I had a question I forgot. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, uh -oh, SpaghettiO. Um, I have what would you do for a Klondike bar? Was that the question? Klondike bars are good. Spaghettios are are not good. They are bad. What would the, you do for a spaghettio? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Um, I mean, it depends on the situation. In my current state of food acquisition ability, I would not do. I would not do anything for. I would. I would. <laughs> I would be like, look at them in the store and be like, oh, those are gross, and then continue. Continue on my shopping extravaganza. So they're edible, though. You're saying, like, in your current situation. So there's some situation in which you would eat SpaghettiOs. Oh, I would not turn down SpaghettiOs if I was starving, sure, certainly. 
Is there any food you would turn down if you were starving? Uh, yeah, something that I would that I would make me throw up probably. Like yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's got to be mean, a food. Somebody actually eats it, but you wouldn't eat it. Okay. Even this if it were even if it were really bad. Like even if you're starving. Yeah, this doesn't follow the throw up line of reasoning, but like like ghost peppers, I don't think would <laughs> Are they nutritious? I don't. I I imagine they have to have some calories in them, right? Probably. Yeah. Let's see. Ghost pepper, <laughs> <That's hilarious. laughs> ghost pepper calories. Oh, I mean, probably nine point nine. I don't know. It just says nine point nine here, so I'm going to assume. Yeah, nine point nine in a single ghost pepper is what it says. So I'm I'm. I don't think I would be able to hold those down, so it, it's it's irrelevant. I could be on a whole whole life raft with a whole pile of those, and I I would still die. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh man, that you know would be even funnier is if like they discover your body next to these peppers and they didn't realize how hot they were because over time the heat has like dissipated and they're like this guy was a fucking idiot. Like, what? I need to just eat those peppers, man. I feel like uh, they probably go away after a while. They convert to regular peppers? <laughs> probably. I feel like heat's got to take, you know, got to take that away. I'm sure you could, you could, you know, if you, if you cut them up, expose them to the sun, they'd like the peppers. If you cook, if you cook peppers, like seriously, they get less, uh, they get less they? spicy. Yeah. Oh. I don't ever eat spicy peppers at uh, all. That's why, well, hence the reason I thought of them. Um, olives would be hard to choke down. You, this really that, that, olives you wouldn't eat olives. I don't like olives at all. So to I, the it, point it, where you wouldn't eat them. That's different. Would, They're just yeah, salty, I, man. <laughs> yeah, I think I would try. I would try those more than the ghost peppers. I think I don't know. Who knows? I'd be dying. So that's lifeboat ethics. But I think, <laughs> I think I would try more with the olives. The the thing about the flavor being being evaporated by the sun reminds me of you know it's like an old riddle where someone dies in a room or something and then there's like a pool of water on the ground and it's like how did they die or something and then yeah the, we the weapon turns out to be an ice pick or no not an yeah. ice pick like an icicle yeah 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 yeah, yeah i know what you mean <laughs> you know you've 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 encountered that riddle yeah that's got to be the only one i've heard though I think the only like, riddle ever. No, like the only one like that, where it's like, how did the person die? And here's the answer. I don't think I actually remember any other ones. If I were told oh, them, they weren't memorable. I think there's another, it's the same kind of locked room one, but I think they have, a, it's an ice block as opposed to an ice icicle. <laughs> and the block <laughs> is used. <laughs> that seems yeah. like the, ex the exact same setup. The, or like the exact same conclusion though. Guy yeah. next to puddle. And you say, oh, I know this one. It was an icicle. No, you're wrong. It was actually. And then well, what, the, what is it? Did he have a rope or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hung himself. And then the thing he used to get up in the rope was the ice, the ice brick or something. Yeah. I don't know how it goes. You can have a lot of, when telling the riddle, you can have a little bit more uh, dramatic flourish to make it sound compelling. <laughs> Is there anything other than water in these? Are they all are they all water? <laughs> Do they all, you know, hinge around the idea of ice melting into water over time? 
Well, at least at least those two riddles they yeah they <laughs> fall into that category of your of the portion part of the mechanism for death involves ice, which turns to water. Is this a real There's thing? A, has, has has that ever happened? Has anybody ever shot anybody with like an ice arrow? I think I saw that in a movie one time. Oh, I know, I know. Uh, Link from the Legend of Zelda is also a fan <laughs> of shooting ice arrows. Yeah, but like, really? Like, is ever actually? Is that possible? You think to like shoot and shoot ice? Can ice is ice strong enough for it to actually like withstand the force of a of a bow? You know, unleashing its force. I don't think you can stab someone with a, a an icicle. I think it's gonna the tip is gonna break off. But I think if a you can't of course get killed by an icicle because it can fall off of a off a building and kill you. Well, if that's the case, there's got to be a way to weaponize icicles. Yeah, I think I think the only way you're going to be able to use uh well, never say never. I think it's like just the fact that it's a blunt heavy object, so you could. You could bludgeon oh. someone to death with an ice with ice. Oh, it doesn't pierce them, is what you're saying. It's just a heavy thing falling. Yeah, oh, okay. I don't think it's going to pierce. Pier. I think you could bludgeon someone to death with it with ice if you so chose, or you could probably fill like you know like a catapult up with a bunch of ice and launch that at because it's just a heavy object at that point. <laughs> Yeah, at that point, at that point, we're we're <laughs> we're losing the point of the ice though, and that like. That's really noticeable to <laughs> to load up like a trebuchet with some ice. Yeah, yeah. You might. I, I mean, you you would really rather launch, I think, fire at someone, which is what they did, right? I guess yeah. they actually did that. That's I guess, but these are. You're, it sounds like we're talking about like those are like sieges of castles at that point. Like, I'm thinking like a clandestine like KGB CIA type of like technology, you know, like method, you know. Like a low-tech way to get away with a murder is to use an icicle to go stab or like shoot an ice arrow through a window of an apartment. And then they find that the guy has a hole in his neck, but there's nothing around except for a puddle of water. And there's no way to trace it. I don't think that would work in those methods. <laughs> you could. You, I think you could feasibly do the the trebuchet thing from like one <laughs> from one side of a street to another through your window out <laughs> across the street into their window oh, yeah. and just knock them out with a block of ice. <laughs> yeah, you could. <laughs> yeah, but uh, first of all, I think I think um, you know like James Bond's body heat is going to melt any any icicle he has clandestine on his body unless he has some sort of refrigeration unit which is just it just sounds <laughs> so complicated at that point like he might yeah. as well just have he might as well just have a knife at that some, <laughs> some of James it's Bond's kind of, gadgets are yeah. more complicated than they need to be I think like yeah but the thing with the knife is that you got to like figure out how to dispose of it in a way. And if you can, if you just use an icicle, you're like, okay, well, you just leave it here and it's going to be fine. You, know, you don't have to think about it. Oh, I know. I, well, yeah, the whole point is that it's, I, I don't know. I think you, you just stab someone to death and take the knife with you. And then what, are the yeah, but what if you get caught on the way out? That's the point. Like if you take it with you, what if somebody's like, Hey, you're, you're not supposed to be, you, I don't, you don't have an <sighs> ID, you know? Oh, I'm, I'm a secret agent. <laughs> so leave, let me leave me be. 
then again, yeah, well, under what circumstances are they going to like pat you down? Like if they if they're stopping you and they're patting you down, you're already caught. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you should just you should just run and do a little park. Do you're not going to like work. Yeah. You're not gonna like walk out of the out of the room and then like the like the bodyguards are like, hey, you didn't have a meeting with that guy. You'll be like, sorry, I didn't. You know, I'm no. Try to catch me, and then they catch you and they pat you down. They're like, oh, you're you're clean. I guess it couldn't be you. There's <laughs> no way. We had no idea how to tie you to this <laughs> recently deceased mob hmm. boss in the apartment. Other than the, your presence. <laughs> <At the Yeah>. time. <laughs> well, guess he's clean, guys. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know. We normally went to the to the boss for this kind of thing. I don't know what should we do. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't got that kind of. I'm not getting paid for this. Uh, I'll let you go. Oh. Yeah. Oh well. Would would the mob do an investigation? Like they're 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 that concerned about evidence after they just find their boss dead <laughs> in a room. That's what I'm saying is ridiculous about it. Like, you really wouldn't... Under what circumstances would the ice weapon actually help you with anything? <laughs> you'd have to have... Yeah, you'd have to have time. It would have to also have time to melt because that's part of it. Yeah. That'll, take a, that'll take a little bit of time. So that... Uh, Honestly, none of... Yeah, I can't think of, an, of a situation where it would actually be helpful. <laughs> you could just bludgeon a guy with the candlestick and it's already in his room or whatever they can put off the shelf i i i i bet though i bet the the icicle falling on someone and and killing them has caused some deaths where they just find someone they have trauma to their body you know to their head or whatever and maybe it was like you know they don't find the body for a few days and they and they and they have no kind of explanation as to why that happened, and the fact that it's you know maybe it was cold because I'm in yeah. Denver and the, the the temperature really fluctuates in Denver for like a lot, so we'll have oh, okay. we'll have we'll have snow and stuff um, one day and then it'll be like in the winter and then it'll be like 70 degrees the next day, so I think mm. it's that might be confusing. To, or like have to put together because why would someone just have you know like head trauma all of a sudden out on their walkway on a nice day yeah how's that how's that way but how's that are you saying like okay they're out on their walk how are you going to get them with are you going to like be standing on the top of a building timing it just right <laughs> so that when you release the icicle or the ice block oh I was I was I was just saying that Mother Nature at that point is the one who got away with it. Oh, um, oh, I see. Yeah. But I yeah, yeah I I mean I I don't know if well yeah, I was also thinking about a, a, a it would have to be a remote person because the body is not found for a few days. But I I get I don't yeah you could I I don't I. I I don't know when I need like, this, when, I need to know this information, Steve. I'm, I got a big job tomorrow. <laughs> when are the, uh, if let's see, you have to. I'm trying you, to you figure gotta, out. You got to murder someone. Yeah, that's my that's my job. <laughs> oh man, they just hired yep. you. Did they, they you had to present your resume for that? Yeah, you, you know, jobs are, jobs are hard to come by, man. You know, you, sometimes you got to just l stretch it a little bit on the resume. I told him I'm a, I'm a pro and I've done this a lot. This is my first time. Oh, man. 
Oh, they're gonna. They're probably gonna expect results. I, I don't. Is it a, is it illegal to just take a murder for hire? I think it probably is. Probably oh, oh, absolutely, be. absolutely. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, as long as it's for a murder. I mean, I bet you could hire a guy. <laughs> you're a murder for hire, and then actually go like, hey, here's some paint. I need the side of my garage painted. I think that would be legal. You know yeah, what? Uh, I wonder if that's actually. You know, now that's questionable. What if you found them via a search for a murder for hire? Who? Yeah, your employers. Like, uh, well, any just hypothetically, anybody who's yeah, my, I guess my employee. Yeah, somebody finds <laughs> somebody finds. Yeah, what if what if if you're if you're if you're looking for somebody to do some construction work and you can't find anybody, and you end up looking on the dark web and you find a hitman for hire <laughs> for mm. a good hourly price, <laughs> you know, you're like hey, mm -hmm. I could get like. I could get some. I could get my house painted for this rate. This is better than a painter. Would it be illegal to contact that person, even mm. if it's not for murder? If you found them via that shady way, if somebody found out that you found them because mm. you were searching for a murder for hire, but you actually really only gave them a non-murder job, would that still be illegal? I do, I don't think so. I mean, because maybe the police, if they're investigating this whole communication, they would think you guys were talking in code. So you, I mean, certainly, I think it's suspicious, and you could be brought <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah, probably. But I think if they don't have any evidence, I guess that you actually hired them for a murder. Because we're going, like we're the, going blazing through a lot of things that could be seen, couldn't they? <laughs> oh sure. <laughs> Yeah, a drug. Uh, I was thinking the same thing about a drug, like a drug dealer. Like if you go to a drug dealer, and you're like, I'll, I mean, you know, I'll pay you five bucks for whatever reason. I mean, you haven't done anything wrong at that point. Yeah. Uh. All right. Oh no one. What is no one Harold thing? <laughs> no, it's right now. This is what it is. Yeah. Is this normally usually... how many people show up? <laughs> um. No, I think the last time we've only had two people was we started this last September and two people, I know, I know exactly. I think it's only been two people three times since then. And one time it also was, been holidays. Cause this is also, I just realized, I just remembered it's father's day. So maybe that's it. Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> um, you didn't know that. No. Oh man. You got uh, me. Anybody to call? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have to call anybody for that. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. What was I gonna, oh, yeah. No, I think they were, we were just starting up. Um, and, you know, uh, and one time it was just me. So I've done this alone before. But uh, And I don't usually host it either. Uh, Derek usually hosts it. So he's usually here too. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, so usually we do have, we do have quite a few people at this. Um, but anyway, let's see, we'll do a game here that I think is kind of fun. Um, it's, uh, man, it's called why, why were you late? <laughs> perfect. Perfect. And, uh, yeah. On, on, on theme. Yeah, we were both on time. Um, it's called Why Were You Late? And essentially what you do is, uh, like, I'll ask you why you are late, 
and you're like, you know, yes, you're you're late to the to the Herald, and oh boy, <laughs> but um, and uh, the thing is, you got to ex oh instead of you know give you know you, you the, re the reason the reason no 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 the reason that you don't oh. make it up the the reason you're late is a is the plot of a film so you're and but okay. you you explain the plot of the film as if that's why you're that's late normal. because okay. that was okay. what was happening yeah gotcha uh yeah you that watch a lot of movies. <laughs> but yeah it makes sense it makes sense i can do oh, it oh okay then i can definitely I will... do it i watch i watch enough to, for i think to get through a few plots i guess okay all right then then i'm going to ask you i mean you got here you showed up late i mean do you have any reason why why yeah, are you late uh yeah i do um <clears throat> as you know in the pandemic uh you know you got to try to make ends meet and everything and mm. i had a uh yeah I, I i was running late with a uh a, a business meeting um it's a pretty big one. I don't want to. I don't want to mess it up or anything. And we had to run a little bit late. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. You were. You had a business meeting. Yeah. Uh, were you? Were you? Was it like a little bit of? Were people at the meeting a little bit psychotic? Maybe. Why would? You, wait. No. Were they psychotic? No, they were reasonable people. I think of they anything. were reasonable. I was kind of the weird one. I you were, I ended up yeah. bringing my son into the into the uh into the meeting ah. with them. Yeah. Um mm -hmm. I put a towel on my face as well. I think it kind of freaked them out. Hey there, Pod. We're just learning about Nick underscore underscore here. He's late and he's telling us why. Pod, have you are you able to hear talk? Are you able to talk? Can't we can't hear you, Pod? Hello. Oh, hey, Pod. Hi, Pod. Okay, that works. Pod, have you played Why Are You Late? Before? Not yet. Okay. You only have it. You you're not sounding so good today, Pod. Sounded real robotic today. A little bubbly. You were sounding better yesterday, Pod. If you can figure out how you had it yesterday, you're you're uh, so far you're you're at a business meeting and you put Hello. a towel. Hey, Pod. It's still crunchy, still extra yeah. crunchy. It's still not sounding so good. It sounds so like you you're like gurgling water. What's up? Yeah. Uh, so, so you were at a business meeting and you brought your son and they put a towel on your face. That's all I got. No, so they far. didn't. I did. I did. I think I kind of flubbed the meeting, to be honest. It, it was it was going not so well. And I thought I'd throw kind of a curveball into it to show how, I don't know, I tried to do some reverse psychology and show how maybe little, how, how, how little, how low the stakes were for me, even though they're really high stakes. And I, I ended up putting a, a pe well, it wasn't a towel, it was, a, it was, it was my napkin. It was at a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Put a napkin over my mm -hmm. face. Mm. Was a little drunk hmm. at the time and still am now, I guess. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, they didn't uh, really like it. They thought it was kind of a, a little upsetting. They thought I was being weird. So it didn't go down very well. And my kid you, yeah, didn't know what yeah. the fuck was going on at all. He didn't understand a, a single word of it. He didn't. In fact, he didn't hear a word of it. Hmm. But he was there. <laughs> uh, he did. Oh, uh, no. Uh, nope. <laughs> um, so this the the entire reason why you're late is because of this meeting yeah yeah if you never like run late during a meeting before you had another meeting scheduled so this reason why you're late takes place entirely within this one meeting and it's, it's so it's like 12 angry men but it's just this one meeting the reason why well I mean, shit, dude, I, <laughs> right? I had two things scheduled in the same day. And the other thing that I had today, other than the Herald, was uh, a business meeting with some railroad executives. Uh, and I'm, you know, I was trying to, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't know what, uh, trying to talk, talk about, you know, finding some buyers for the oil that I was drilling. And uh, uh, yeah. Oh, you know. Oh. Kind of a, actually, to be honest, we're, I'm pretty in, in pretty deep with this whole, this whole oil sales thing. So oil uh, business. Well, I mean, anyone I think who's, who's in the oil business is they got to go deep. You know what I mean? Yes. Because they got to Absolutely. Drill. Yes. Uh, we, we, uh, in fact, we, we lost, we lost a guy. We lost a guy one time. Oh, many months ago, mm. we had to lose a guy when we were drilling. I actually, I said we lost a guy. I actually killed a guy. Oh, Don't did tell you? Anybody. Well, I'm just gonna leave this recording up <clears throat> for the authorities to go through later. But are you? But did you? Uh, did oh, it's you okay. Recording doesn't exist in my time yet. Ah, did, oh, it's a new thing for you. Are you sure? Maybe, I maybe not even, <laughs> not even. On this, not even on those wax not, on those wax cylinders. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a media guy. I'm not an entertainment guy. I'm an oil guy. Yeah. yeah. I'm an oil man. Yeah. Did did um how, did you did you maybe uh after the meeting, you know, relax a little bit and do some bowling? Some bowling? Oh. Yeah. Was, yes. I actually oh. <laughs> uh. I somehow found another buyer between <laughs> between when I failed at that sales meeting. Mm -hmm. uh, and then eventually I got really good at it. So I found somebody else. I forgot about that meeting. That's the other, that's part of what made the, made me late. But yeah, then I celebrated in my giant mansion with a nice, a nice bowling uh, session. Uh, and you quite drank crazy some... that bowling session actually. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You drank some milkshake. Okay. There's... <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> I love milkshake. Excellent. Pod, are you able to check back in again? Oh, Pod, if you can't talk, there will be this blood here. This guy reminds me, this guy reminds me of my boy. No. Chris is here. My dear boy. Hi. Hey, Chris. I'm not interrupting your scene, am I? No, we were playing Why Are You Late, and you're late. Oh. <laughs> so, justification practice. <laughs> well... <laughs> Uh, so, um, I have to actually go to the bathroom real quick. I'm going to let Chris, 
Chris, tell us why he's late, though, okay? Okay, I got shot by a needler. Hey, by a needler? This is literal. Yeah. <laughs> what, okay, I genuinely don't know what the objective of this game is. Is it to find out the thing that you're quoting? Is that it? No, or is I it think just the way to have it's more... fun with the scene. I think it's to have fun, but I've I've heard late to work played where the person who was late isn't present for the suggestion, and they have to figure out based on the questions of their boss why they're late. Does that make sense? Ah, uh, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. We can't do that with two people. Pod's here, though, I think, right? Pod, hello? Hello, Pod. Do you read? Have you guys been having trouble hearing Pod? Yeah, they've not been uh, having a very good microphone day, as Uh, it were. Nick, have we jammed before? I'm not sure if I've been in a jam with you before. Not here. Not here. Oh, is this this your first one on Newsbear? Yes. Oh, cool. Very cool. What part of the country are you from, if you don't mind? Texas. I am Texas. I am all of Texas. You are Texas. Excellent. <clears throat> yes, the tiny state of Texas. Yes. <laughs> that, I'm out if in. If you're suggesting no, and you need more information, I'm from Dallas. That that narrows it down. Oh. Yeah. No, that was enough. That was enough. But yeah, cool. I'm out in Phoenix. Cool. Cool. I have a grandfather who lives there. Excellent. It's a big hotspot for, well, it's a hotspot literally, but it's also a hotspot for uh, yeah. grandparents for sure. <laughs> well, he was, he's Although, been there for a long time. He, I think he, he grew up there. Oh, yeah. excellent. I don't think he even moved there. It's only 108 outside today, though. So it's not only? Wow. Well, that's pretty chilly yeah, for yeah. Phoenix during the summer, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty brisk. <laughs> I was outside just before this, and um, yeah, I didn't even notice. Hmm. Let's get suggestions. Why they relate, how they get there, what their job is, then the person re-enters, apologizes while trying to guess the reason suggest, suggested. Okay, okay. Right. I've never actually played this. I've I've read it, but I've I've never played it. I've never even seen it done. Oh, but here's an example. Okay. You have a good reason. Yes, I do. My reason. Uh, kind of an interesting situation to be in where you don't know the reason, but the person asking knows the reason. Yes. So the yeah, person tries to convey to you the backstory through questioning. And so they pr- try to play like they don't understand. They don't know. Okay. Is that the, is that kind of the point? Try to convey information to yeah. somebody while pretending like you don't know the information. Yeah. Without totally giving it right out, uh, away at the beginning. So starting kind of wide, broad, vague, and then, as mm-hmm. necessary, kind of honing in on it. Okay, got it. Yeah. A lot of short-form guessing games are like that, where there's, like, a questioner who does know the suggestion, and they've got to, like, beat around the bush for a while. Okay. I don't do a lot of short-form, so this will be interesting. Yeah. Hello. Probably... Hey, Pod, hello. Hello. Sorry, is anything there? Nope. No, <laughs> Definitely not. Either. Have you tried disconnecting and reconnecting? Have you tried unplugging it and plugging it back in? Good call. Yes, many times. Oh, okay. Well, that's about the, <laughs> the 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 that's about as far as my tech support goes. Yeah, I don't think there's really much more we can do. I think I think this might be a general issue with your connection because it, it seems like you usually like the have. Thing. Yeah. 
audio problems. Yeah. So. It sounds like an yeah. audio connection thing, like sort of like uh, like the audio interface. Like this is what happens when my audio interface needs to be like restarted or like my sound engine needs to be restarted. It's not like an internet connection issue, I don't think. I don't think. I don't know. Good boy. Well, I was somewhere else and it sounds completely fine. But since I'm about to call it's not worse. Hmm. I wasn't able to I catch didn't understand most of you. That. Yeah. But it was terrible, though. <laughs> yeah, um, I heard you were somewhere else. You went somewhere place. else, and it was just as. It was just. It was worse, I think you said. Did you say it was worse or it wasn't worse? I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know if that's sounded, relevant information. <laughs> Pod sounded much better yesterday, but now he sounds sounds terrible. Oh, I see. Yeah, every once in a while. Oh. Is this Pride Pod? Is this like pod, a pod that A keeps the improv away? I, I guess so. Same same person? <laughs> yeah, from yesterday, yeah. Yeah. I've seen you join a few improv servers. Uh, Got my eye on you. <laughs> did, did, uh, oh, did you guys play Why You Why Are You Late with Chris? Not yet, no, we even. Talked, we <laughs> talked about it. Talked a lot about playing it. Still haven't played it. Okay, I'm I'm ready. Okay. Yeah, well, hey, the thing I think yeah. we, we need to determine was like which which uh, approach are you taking to playing it? Are, is the person who's guessing not aware of the suggestions, and you're questioning them, or you're playing something different? Oh no! It, the way we do it is um, the answer to why you're late is just it's a movie plot, and then we just That's guess right. the movie plot. That's right. We used to do this a lot a while back, right? Yeah, we do it pretty frequently. <laughs> so when I said I got yeah. shot by the Needler, that kind of would have worked. Okay. Um, Is that Halo? Watching Halo. Yeah. You were watching a Halo. <laughs> he was watching someone play Halo. <laughs> um, uh, I was late uh, because uh, the system turned against me. The system that I am deeply entrenched in turned the, against uh, me. The Matrix. And no, mm. oh, if, mm. if only, if yeah. only. Um, if only we were that hygienic, um, I had to be uh, pumped full of antibiotics at one point, enough antibiotics mm. that you could sew a dead cat into me and I wouldn't get sick. Hello. Whoa. That's an awesome line. Hey Lots there, Pod. Hey, Pod. Uh, that sounds better a little so bit far. better. Yeah, we were just talking about how um, every time I walk into a mall, I'm inundated with personalized advertising every single day. It calls me by name, literally. Mm. Well, this is. I like the way you're. Production. Aw, that was back to being worse. Yeah, you sound louder though. Definitely. (laughs) Just one step in a direction, not necessarily the one we needed. Right. I'm. I. I'm. I really. I'm going in in the direction. Oh, go ahead. I really like the way. I mean, I think that I like the way that you're reporting this information, yes. Chris. Okay, okay, okay. You know, it's funny. Most people wouldn't appreciate how I'm reporting, but a small proportion of people oh, would appreciate report. how I'm reporting. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Everybody runs. Yeah, I love that movie. I think it's my favorite movie. It's a good one. Not actually seen it. I somehow was – that was on my radar, and as soon as he said – reporting. I was like, oh, okay, that's what he's saying. 
that line about sewing yeah. a dead cat to your body that's in a that's in that movie yeah, yeah peter what? stormare says it that's an awesome line yeah i love that part that's a scary part too <laughs> they actually sew the cat into is that what you said this no he's happened? getting it there's there's like a procedure happening, but he, he assures him that it's totally safe. He's putting so much antibiotics in him that he could theoretically put a dead cat in him. I see. And he wouldn't, right. Yeah, and he wouldn't get to Okay. I believe him. With that much, you'd basically not have a functioning colon anymore, I wouldn't think. Yeah, there's trade-offs. <laughs> That's a deleted scene. That was a deleted the scene. They actually, they actually shot it. The, the colon removal? Yeah. He has, get, he has to get somebody else's colon off the black market. <laughs> so oh, his advertising changes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is this um, that Jude Law movie where they where they sell organs on the black market? Is this a new, a new Repo suggestion? Man. Repo no. Man, yeah, that's it. Uh, oh, you're thinking of... I was thinking of Gattaca. That's not right. Jude Law is not in that. I don't know. I'm not seeing that. He is in it. Yeah, Jude Law is in it. Oh, yeah. he is. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, I love Gattaca. That's a good. Plenty of, plenty of different different eyeballs, stuff going out of that one too. Yeah, sort of. Eyeball, eyeball, yeah, retina scans. Uh, oh, I'm sorry that I was late. If anyone's wondering, why were you late anyway? Oh yeah, oh shit! I should have thought of a reason while I was setting myself up. Oh, thought of a reason. I do know. I have a good reason why I'm oh, late. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. It's the guy who has short-term memory loss. Uh, Memento. Is that it? No, no. nope. Not this time. It what How what really happened? What really happened was. Uh, um, yeah, this is what <laughs> happened. I was, uh, I, okay. One of the things was that my, um, my like friend, like he threw a dummy over an overpass and fucking made a bunch of traffic get all fucked up and like, you know, it, it was really bad for traffic, but for everyone beneath it, it was really horrible. This might be way too specific of a movie. Uh, and then, oh, yeah. No, go on. I have no idea. Also, I have no, I have no, I'm not seeing this. This, I think I he's, would have remembered that. He's my cousin. He totally, he totally took um, his little sister, and they were playing like crack the whip on a nice rink, and he threw her into the, but on purpose because I can tell. I can tell what's going on now. He he cracked. He threw her into the, the where the the ice is really thin, and she fell through the ice, and then, and then she got it was like really cold, you know, it was real bad, and they had people had to come rescue her, and she was barely rescued. She was almost murdered. But how uh, are you going to prove that? Was it was it intended? Was it intended to kill? Was it gen would it have oh. been murder if she died, or would it only have been homicide? Oh well, I've been hanging out with him for a while, and I mean, he's been doing all the—he's been doing lots of naughty things. He—he uh, he, uh, tried to shoot a cat with a with a some sort of like 
like a gun device that he built himself. What the hell? Yeah. Did somebody foresee like a... the ice breaking after they touched something? Oh no, there is no there is no magic in the reason why I'm late or any nope. psycho. Nope. Was this no like psionic? we need to talk about Kevin or something? Is this guy like does he have that no. many red flags? No? No, the guy's not Kevin? Oh, okay. No, this is really early this is really earlier than that movie. Oh, okay. And uh so anyway, at the end is uh <laughs> his mom like we're, me and him are battling on this cliff. We're battling, and uh, we we both sort of trip, and we're both hanging off the cliff. And his mom is holding on to both of us, and it's like she's got to decide who to save, me or him. And clearly, he's been evil this whole time, you know, or at least she's starting to suspect. And then, in a in a real crazy moment, she she lets her own son die to save me. And she saved me. And I was okay. Uh, yeah, you haven't seen this? Definitely not. Is, His mom is uh, Lion King. Curtis. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> Close. Oh, my. Is right there, around. Is there, is, does someone get fired? Mm, um, I don't think that's a major part of the reason Lord why of the Rings? <laughs> like thrown into fire no nope it, um this movie came out Is around tom the arnold time there? no tom arnold is not there this movie came okay, out around I know, the time, I know it's not around the time the lion king came out so this is a little, kind of old you sure tom arnold's not there jamie lee curtis is uh, in it yeah that's why i asked about tom arnold uh, really? What are you thinking of? Um, uh, true lies. Let's uh, see. Oh, hey, speaking of, oh, by the way, here is a clue. Speaking of Lord of the Rings, him? Lord of the Rings, you're like the guy who throws the ring into the fire on Mordor is the same person who plays my character. <laughs> what? Okay. What? Elijah Wood is in this. Uh, for, is there airplanes in it? There's airplanes in it. Uh, it is not a Cardinal Direction movie. <laughs> what are you thinking? It's not North. Yeah, but it's <laughs> no. But there's it. It's it is somebody. Um, somebody. Uh, is somebody in a Futurama situation where they are chronically frozen and they come out later? No. Nope. These people are all in that movie. What are you talking about? No. Oh, yeah. No, this is not that movie. Oh, my God. This what? is a different This no, came out not... around the same time as that. This is the right time period. Oh, thinking, it's not that movie. Don't you think I would have mentioned that? I would have mentioned that part of it, right? Jamie Lee Curtis is yeah, in that movie. Yes. Is Jamie... Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis and Elijah Wood are both in that yeah. movie. Yeah, oh, they're both in this movie. I think yeah, this he's her mom. Oh man, this is mom. I think uh, it's Elijah Wood. Oh my! I mean, I think it's Jamie Lee Curtis in this movie. I've just like done is some no, wait, IMDb searching now, so I'm just. I think I know what it is, but I don't even know for sure because the summary is so so short. What is oh, it? No, it? It is not. It is not Jamie Lee Curtis. God damn it! It is oh, Elijah Wood. 
It's Elijah Wood, though, and it's Macaulay, Cul Macaulay Culkin is the other, the other one, the other brother. Okay, I know what it is now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, there's only probably one movie where both of them are in. It is, um, it is, it is The Good Son from 1993. Nice. Okay. I've never even heard of it. Yeah, I don't know. It was the first thing that popped into my head, and it's certainly not something anybody needs um, to see ever. Well, well, yeah, this is not going to work, I guess. Uh, no idea yeah. what you said. Yeah, just I. I think I heard mean, work, you, I guess, and so no, it doesn't work. Is what what I can say to that, I, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, Pod. Are you um, things you can try is doing like a you know like a private or like an incognito browser, or maybe you need to be hooked up to your Wi-Fi connection instead of instead of using Wi-Fi. Use like a hard line, or maybe yeah. use a headset too. Might be a but Bluetooth thing. Oh yeah, if your headset's Bluetooth, I would try wired. Okay, and that was. Why are you late? Great job, everyone! Yeah. Let's see. What else do we want to do here? Let's do... <clears throat> I say like I have something planned. We can do... Uh... Yeah. I like radio spotlight. So that's just when we use the spotlight. Uh... Oh, man. I hope I know how to use the spotlight. Do, do, do. Wait. Oh, do I need a player's box to do the spotlight? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, is it not showing? No. Oh, for anybody. That's weird. <sighs> I wonder if that's related to why it's not showing on, on air. Really? The, the fact that this is going on isn't showing on on air? Yeah. Right. I found this. I wonder if easier. it has to do with being co-host initially i don't know no because i made this this one i made this calendar one and then oh that's what we do it we you know what's weird air. what's weird is then whenever mesh is hosting he has a bunch of players in the player box all the time why don't we just use Discord? Well, this is we guys are on Discord, right? Which is like a voice chatting service. Yes. Because of the ex extra features that were supposed to be present. Yeah. That don't work though. Well. <laughs> yeah. This also I mean, I don't know. Does Discord record it too? You can record it if you Not want to. I have a voice meter, and I I could hit a button, and now I'm recording, and now I'm not. Oh. Well, we'll just we'll just uh, we'll do the same thing, but we'll do it this way. So, uh, I'm just going to type. Um, so it'll it'll be like we have the spotlight, and I can just use it in the chat here. 
and uh, uh, I'm going to just type someone's name, and then they'll be they'll it'll be like they'll have the spotlight. But so we're going to do what's called the radio spotlight, where uh, I'll give you guys like a type of radio show, and then mm -hmm. it'll just be like I'm tuning into the radio show. Right. And you'll you'll be uh, you know so you'll be in the middle of something and you'll be talking, and it'll be like it's a radio show, and you just need to make pretend to make it sound like we're listening to that radio program. Um, okay, so Nick, you can do like a talk show is the style of radio program that you one person can I bring somebody on. You can use as many voices as you would like. Oh, I have to play all of them, though. <laughs> yes, you're all of them. You're you're responsible for this radio uh, channel, <laughs> all by yourself. And wow, that's really interesting. Can you tell me more about how you you came up with the idea for that book? Yeah, well, so it started one time when uh, me and some of my buddies were we so, were in college so Nick, and we were sitting. Hmm? I gotta give suggestions to everybody. Oh, I thought <laughs> so, I thought I was so just go. Oh, okay. So yeah, so you're gonna like what? What it's gonna be like is like I'm gonna when we start, I'm gonna be like okay. I see. You swap you back know, and I'll forth. Put, I'll put the name if you can see it in the chat. Oh no, the chat isn't working. No, I can't. No yeah. way. But uh, channel surfing is what you're saying, and it's got to be like in the middle of of something, and you just got to quickly pick up where the other person leaves off for a different show. Yeah, right? Yeah. I tried luck. I didn't know we were going to get assigned first. I thought it was like you you get assigned as you get called. Nah. Can you see can you see the chat now? Oh, look. No. 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 Oh man, what? And you, can you, <laughs> you see the Also, there I don't know if you know this, but Discord has a text chat feature too. Um, <laughs> are you able to see the spotlight? Because I have the spotlight now. Nope. No. Let me refresh real quick. BRB. Yeah, it should be if you refresh. I refreshed. I'll wait for him to refresh. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll do that too. Do you see the spotlight, Chris? Uh, I see the player box now. I don't see the spotlight. Did you give it to me? Yeah. I do not see it. You're, it's on you right now. Yeah, I'm not seeing that. But I, I do see the player box I did not see before. Hmm. All right. Well, anyway, do you see the chat? Uh, not if anything new has been added. I see pods. I'm doing something else is the last thing I see is pods saying. No, that. You're, you're not seeing the chat. Uh, all right. Well, uh, poopy butthole. I'll just say the person's name that'll be the way we change um yeah, let's see you're uh chris you're gonna be like the radio where it's like uh they're watching for forest fires radio <laughs> okay <laughs> and uh I'm gonna just do. Uh, I'm gonna do um, the best suggestion I can possibly think of. Uh, well, give me a suggestion if you guys got one. Actually, we can do uh, it like. 
Yeah, you're an oldie station. Oldies, excellent. Oldies, one of. All right, uh, Nick, are you still here? Oh, this whole time. Oh, I have to un. I have to click unmute. Oh my god. Yeah. Did you refresh? Yeah. This whole That's time, why. I was like, I can see it. I can see it. I could. And like, <laughs> it's like, okay, never mind. It all makes sense now. Huh? Oh, okay. Wait, how did you hear? Wait, wait, wait a second. No, no, no. I said jazz, and you said okay, but I was muted. That was the. Did you hear me? I heard oldies. Is oldies Whoa, jazz? Oh, then we were just thinking of the same thing. Well, jazz oldies is the same idea where you talk about, you know. I thought you heard me and went, oh, okay, like an oldies station. Yeah. No. Chris said no, oldies. No. Chris said oldies, yeah. and then I guess I said, oh, okay. Like oh, so we're just on the same wavelength, and it, you didn't even hear me. Wait, okay, cool. Nick, Nick, can you hear yeah. me? Yeah. Okay, good. But I'm saying, like, I said the jazz station host, where they talk about the songs in between. I said that, and then you said oldie station, so I thought you heard me. <laughs> huh. In That's my crazy. mind, ja jazz and oldies are different stations. I mean, does it not sound the same, though, when they're talking yeah, about oh, it? Yeah. It's still kind of like an yeah. old, like a, you know... Some kind of a guy talking about the, you know, like <laughs> the story behind this record and blah blah blah. Anyway, all right. But I want to hear the difference though. Let it show me the difference. <laughs> oh sure. Okay. So I'm just gonna type. I'm gonna say the name. I think actually, right? Because Chris can't see anything. Yeah. All right, and away. Okay, so uh, Nick, you'll start with your talk show. And three, two, one, go. <laughs> wow, that's, yeah, that's a really interesting story. Oh, you know, that's really unexpected as well. Yeah, I know, right? Can you get, uh, can you get into a little bit more detail about what inspired that kind of a, uh, that kind of raw emotion? Yeah, so, well, it started back when me and some of my friends were in college, actually, as funny as it sounds. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, it goes back pretty far back. Um, we were talking about how, how much we really wanted to see some kind of like a, you know, community building kind of an atmosphere, even during uh, a time where people are not really interacting with people in person. We wanted to see that happen online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Chris. Outpost Bravo. This is Outpost Gamma. All clear on Northern Ridge. Outpost Gamma is Outpost Bravo. All clear on the Southern Ridge. I'm starting to get bored out of my mind. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. I've already played Battleship against myself for three weeks running. I always win, but I always lose, you know? Copy that, Outpost. You know, you, know, you can play Battleship through the radio with our Outpost anytime you want. You make it extremely awkward when you when you talk about how you play these one-player games and you never reach out for any of the other Outposts to join in. We could easily be doing that. This outpost, uh, Zeta, I want to second that. I agree that it's awkward when you talk about how you have basically whole tournaments all to yourself. Uh, we never hear a word about it until it's over. Over. Steve. 
And that was the number one hit back in 1934, uh, the Bubblegum Factory song, uh, one of the number one mega hits of doo-wop. And uh, this this song in particular really uh, demonstrated the takeover of the doo-wop genre over the then reigning champion of popular music throughout the, the previous decade of the 1930s, which of course was the jazz music. Um, but really, this this bubblegum shop song really signaled to the end to that kind of old kind of stodginess and brought in the kind of new kind of uh, kids' music that they would be bopping to for the next several decades um, and really stirred the pot and, br- and brought the, kind of paved the way in for what we now know as rock and roll. The kids today may not appreciate it, but there is definitely that dividing line in there between the jazz as oldies and the the doo-wop oldies. Nick. And so, you know, when we were uh, discussing this idea, uh, you know, it, it definitely crossed people's minds that we might be stumbling upon something that was really, really huge. And, and at the time, we didn't really realize how big uh, of a deal it might become. Yeah, and it, it really did become really big, didn't it? Yeah, it, it was... Uh, it's definitely something that we we just we, we didn't really think a lot about when we created it. We just were doing something that we thought that our friends were going to enjoy. Um, Chris, outpost Charlie's outpost uh, Cama. Please do not play Bubblegum Shop on repeat on the open <laughs> channel. Uh, it's uh, not an authorized use of, of the channel. Outpost Charlie's outpost Bravo and second that. Also, if you want to come down. Uh, on the open channel this weekend, I'm going to be having an Uno tournament. I just want to say I want to make amends for uh, my past transgressions. This is Outpost Zeta. We actually, we, uh, you know, we actually, we actually, uh, we decided to uh, bring on one of your one of your early partners with the business on oh, no you oh oh no no we, you didn't yeah we have eduardo saverin here to, to to join us hey how's it going mark oh oh uh hi hi eduardo uh funny seeing you here uh yeah long time coming huh you know you still haven't returned my calls about you know from from like 10 years ago uh well there's just been a lot that's been going on since then i hope this is okay that we invited invited eduardo uh, well, he's here now. So, so anyway, what do you want to talk about? Well, what we were thinking was that you guys could talk about what your differing ideas for the company were like. Oh, I'll tell you, we already, we've already talked about that. He didn't really want to hear it back in the day. Look, Eduardo. Steve. Uh, lonely nights at sea, uh, spending that time listening up on the radio. That was definitely how back in the the 1950s, when people were 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 off shipped off onto the into the serving their country on the high seas, they would definitely be turning on their radios and listening to that very comforting and very lively doo-wop songs. And in fact, when that first song was first played in the in a gumball shop uh, down there in. Uh, Atlantic City, New Jersey. Um, it actually caused a riot because the teenagers at the time had never heard anything so energetic and so fun and so pop, pop, poppy that it resulted in a full-on scale riot and the entire shop being burnt down and the authorities being brought in. 
that's just how it kind of goes whenever a uh, new, exciting, and energetic form of music uh, arrives on the scene. Usually violence spills out. Uh, we've got another record coming up. Chris. Uh, this outpost hotel, uh, I've got a fire to report. Uh, its uh, location is uh, due east. I repeat, due east. Uh, this outpost, uh, Gamma, please, uh, uh, please uh, describe fire in more detail. Outpost Hotel here. Uh, it's perfectly uh, semicircular. Appears to be growing in size. It is ah. orange, yellow. <laughs> uh, never seen anything like it. Uh, Outpost Hotel, Outpost Gamma. This is your first morning shift, correct? Uh, copy that. This is my first morning shift. I usually work overnights. Uh, I'm usually out of here about uh, <laughs> 3.30 a.m. Uh, anyway, fire appears to be growing in scope. Uh, Outpost, Gamma, uh, Outpost Hotel, Outpost Gamma. I believe you're looking at the sun rising in the, uh, uh, the eastern horizon. What? Nick. Nick. Look, Eduardo, if you wanted to be part of the company, then I, you should have just – I did let you know, Mark. What are you talking about? You weren't there, though. You left – listen, guys. Okay. Hey, hey. I, oh, oh, sorry. Guys, can I interrupt? Can I – what? 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 We're in the middle of so – we're working something out. Okay. Let me, let me just uh, interrupt. I'm getting some news about – okay. I think we're going to have to interrupt this. Sorry, everybody. We're going to have to cut the, cut the interview. We've got some breaking news. It sounds like we have um, a major fire. It has uh, started again. Oh, man. This is going to be really rough. Here, can we bring this over to uh, let's let's bring this over to Sam uh, Sam Sam Jones over in the main station and in, in, uh, in the main station. Yes, hello. This is uh, we. This, this is Sam. We are getting news about some uh, a new wildfire has broken out in in uh, Northern California. Uh, so if your commute is and you gotta keep your fingers away from those dials because these records this morning, uh, kids and parents are hot, hot, hot. Uh, we're gonna be playing them all day, and believe me when I tell you that they are scorchers. They're gonna be flaming up good for all of you folks out of the San Fernando Valley this morning. Uh, I hope you're driving your hot cars through the hot underbrush of the of the surrounding area and listening to these records. Chris. Outpost Bravo, please repeat. Last transmission, not clear. Again, please repeat. Bubblegum shop, bubblegum shop. The bubblegum shop is my favorite stop. I love to... <laughs> and uh, if, the, if your commute is, uh, is dependent on, on that, that, that interstate then unfortunately you're going to have to find some other way around um, because it looks like the fire is starting to cross the the interstate. It looks like it looks like it's 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 getting in the way and people are having to. There's already a massive slowdown. Um, so we decided that we're going to we're going to actually play a little bit of the. Steve. Bubblegum shop, bubblegum shop. <laughs> I like to shop at the bubblegum shop. Whenever I go by, I always stop. And I always got to put in just one drop of that lovable bubblegum shop. <laughs> Chris. Outpost Bravo, this is your only opportunity. You have to dump all your board games. They're flame retarded. It'll <laughs> save the park. No, over my dead body. I'm not throwing any of these board games over the edge of the tower. It can burn me alive for all I care. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey. Ugh. That uh, actually hits extremely close to home because oh. my phone background is Overwatch, the fire watching game. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> I love that game. You, wait, uh, okay. You just watch for fires and the, I've never played this game. It sounds boring. 
but it's very relaxing, and uh, there's like a cool narrative that you explore. Hmm. It's very fun. Hmm. I recommend it. Short. Short, short, short I thought you were going to say that there's fires near where you are. Uh, yeah, there's a fire around me. There actually are fires around me, but I'm yeah. not going to talk about video games. <laughs> the, yes, the video games are the more... <laughs> what? <laughs> more relevant issue. They're, they're more close to your actual experience. Yeah, I've been through those. I haven't been through the fires yet. <laughs> but yeah. they're approaching. Yeesh. Oh, man. How did that go? Any other? I like. I thought that was fun. I like. Yeah, fun. I like that they started interacting eventually. I was about to like say like we've got one of the uh, we got the fire chief on the line. He's been he has himself and one of the one of uh, somebody you know, you know like oh, we we got an interview going on with them and I thought we were gonna like connect the, the separate things even more. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, yeah, I had to reprise the song once Chris started singing it. I was like, oh, it's got to be on the post. Why would the guy play that song again? <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, okay. So now you may have noticed we are now in the second hour of yes. this nonstop two-hour rock block. And what that means is we are going to do the Herald. Uh, All right. So... In the group notes zone, which if you're looking at the chat, that's the middle button on the left, um, I put the the breakdown of what the Herald is. Um, so Nick, have you done a Herald before? I've never done it, but I know it, right? It's like game, three scenes, game, three scenes, game, like group scene maybe, or like like two, like three scenes or something. I can't remember exactly, but something roughly sounds like that right i don't know i've never like i said i've never done it so i don't remember exactly okay i'll go i'll go through it so yeah that's the um are you able to see the the group notes uh let me find it uh, uh i was looking at a different i was just looking at the rules somewhere else uh, i actually cannot see the group notes oh oh you mean in the oh group notes inside this chat thing oh i see yeah oh yeah right okay got it if all right you can though we'll be good yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's pretty much what I said. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Except one last thing after at at the end of it. Yeah. One last uh, uh, all person scene. Yeah. So since there's three of us doing it, um, and there's three scenes, pr- pr- probably. Uh, so we'll all have to be in there at, like at least twice because I have player numbers in there. Um, they don't have to be all too. We could have, we could have a three-person one if we feel the need. Um, but generally, I think that makes the the most sense. Each one will be two people. That means we'll each have to go twice. Um, the the second set of scenes in what's called the second beat. Those are usually continuations of the first beat scenes. Um, either time in a sort of chronological sense, a continuation of it or a continuation of it of the kind of doing an analogous scene, which is where you take, I suppose, the game or maybe some other sort of analogy from the first scene. Um, so for example, scene 1A scene then could be a scene, and then scene 2A could be some kind of analogous scene, something similar mm-hmm. going on or exploring, clearly inspired by, at least inspired by that first scene, uh, scene mm-hmm. 1A. Um, so, or, or it could just be, you know, a little simpler way of doing it is just it's t- the time continuation. Um, I think because the 
what the Herald tries to get you to do is, you know, um, so the open, well, the opening is just where we kind of generate ideas. And then the first kind of challenge of the Herald is to using all the same opening, come up with three different three, you know, different and unrelated scene ideas. Um, that's the first kind of challenge in the Herald. And then we do a group game, which is kind of a palette cleanser to separate the two, the two beats. Um, and mm -hmm. I guess the challenge there is for everyone to work together um, on that part and to be inspired by something yet, yet to be inspired in like another way to come up with a group game and kind of all do, do something together. Mm -hmm. um, and then the challenge of the second beat is to heighten what we've already done in the first beat. Um, mm -hmm. So to, to, to come up with some kind of continuation of what was going on um, mm -hmm. in, 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 all four, in all three of the scenes. And then uh, the second group game is another palette cleanser. It's also, once again, the entire ensemble working together to kind of uh, be entertaining and come up with something and kind of also dig into kind of all the themes and stuff in, the, in, the, in what we've already done. And then finally, mm -hmm. um, the last kind of challenge there, and which is also a challenge, I think, going, out, going throughout the whole thing, is that the last set of scenes is when we, we come up with connections. Mm -hmm. between everything i think one uh, people tend to and i know i've done this certainly but i think the way that it's supposed to go um is to not have any connections between the scenes until the final sort of part of it uh mm -hmm. the, that, that last very last set of scenes um and i think that's because you just want to keep them separated so that it has it, it maintains the structure and also that you know the herald i think tries to get you to do like a lot of things that are helpful in improv. And mm -hmm. I think one of those things is to put things where they go and to have to, and, and wait on some things. Um, mm -hmm. So I think that's why the connections is you, you, at first you might have an inclination. You can kind of maybe see some connections, but I think it's sometimes it's hard to wait on that, you know, to, and to, and to put the connections in the, in the correct spot where they should go and then also it also if you don't see any connections well at the end your responsibility is to come up with something so that's mm -hmm. when you kind of explore that i think so um because i do think the herald is a little bit of a uh teaching sort of format or not teaching or learning sort mm -hmm. of format it's to try to get you to do certain things of course mm -hmm. they do they do uh whatever there's shows for the herald all over the place though too um so what do i know um Cool. I think I remember hearing that that's like what Del Close, like, is it Del Close who like said that was like the show kind of format where it's like, this is like really fun for the audience or something. I've heard that the Herald is, isn't, is kind of like baffling for the audience. They're not like, cause it's either, if they're not familiar with the format, then they don't really care about any of that, you know? So your show is going to be good or bad, I think entirely based on whether the performers are just, you know, normal reasons a show would be good. Um, if they are familiar with it, then it's almost like, well, then they know, I, I don't know, they might know what to expect and everything. You can still put, I think you can still definitely do it in entertaining, but I think, I don't know, people who are familiar with it are, I mean, by definition are familiar with it. So they're not, you know, they're not gonna be as surprised maybe or something, or, or if they are, watching it and they're familiar with it. I think there's, they would appreciate it more if you're doing it kind of accurately might be part of it. And I don't know if that's the most exciting sort of thing when you're like, Oh, that's, they're doing it right. You know, I don't know. I, see. Um, yeah. uh, I don't know. Do you have any <laughs> thoughts, Chris? 
No, I agree with like everything that was said. Like the structure yeah, it, of the Herald is it's set up in such a way that it does ingrain a lot of like good habits and stuff and principles. That's cool. Definitely yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it definitely becomes like riding a bike after mm, enough like nice. competitions. Yeah, I definitely yeah. want to do that then. Yeah. I need to go Could... take a leak. I'll be right back. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Without me. <laughs> we'll pause. A classic leak opening. Yeah. <laughs> we should. Hey, let's come up with the opening because I didn't have yeah. thought about that. Uh. We could do, I kind of want to do something different, but I don't know if I'm going to come up with anything. Something like totally different than what we've ever done before? Sure. If you got, that would have to be putting it on you because like I said, I don't have uh, anything. Yeah, I don't know. Like, so let's list the things that we know we have done. We definitely have done living room and invocation. Yeah. We've done monologue, I think. That was the last one we did. I think. Oh, did you guys do monologue? I don't remember. I remember ringing oh, it up. Oh, we, we, didn't we might it. have actually, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we've done I think we've done scene painting early on. We do it a lot at the other jams, but to open up the Herald, I'm not sure how many times we've done that. Um hmm. then there's organic openings where it's just it's like almost like just a group game at the beginning. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Might be a little too much. Um what else could we do? A living room invocation monologue scene painting and organic I almost want to do even though you, that's my, maybe the most recent one we said I don't think we do monologue enough yeah I don't think so yeah let's do monologue alright cool so we've settled on the the opening mm-hmm. and I suppose Harold teams do discuss what oh, they, they plan the opening they're like we're going to do this opening for before they start, so yeah, I would say yeah. so. Um, and we're going to do the monologue, and what the monologue is going to be is uh, one of us will just do a monologue on something. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, and it could be like a story, or yeah. really, I think just kind of talking about the topic for a while, right. uh, yeah. and it doesn't have to be funny. Just um, I think the the best element may, would be trying to be have some details, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. I, I think you could kind of get a little bit of uh, what am I trying to say? Find something um, unusual to riff off of later that you don't rip, riff off yet, but as like sort of a hint hint to the improvisers. Like we'll probably find it. Oh, we'll yeah. yeah, yeah. You say anything, we'll we'll be able to do it. Um, I think. Um, yeah, like I was, I was saying, like the mon, the yeah, the mon, the monologue doesn't have to be funny. Like it just, right. yeah. I think being more sincere would serve you better, or then serve the Herald better. And I think, um, yeah, I think what I was trying to say, where stream of consciousness would probably be pretty good. So you don't got to be, uh, necessarily on topic the whole time. I mean, let yourself kind of mm-hmm. do what you feel. Um, okay. If you become the monologist, and I'm gonna. Do a random way to figure it out here. I have a die, so I'm going to just roll my die here, and uh, I uh, I should decide what it means. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cr- one and Chris, two or somebody. Okay. It was uh it was 
Nick, Chris, Steve, Nick, Chris, Steve is what the numbers were assigned. And oh, then okay. so Chris was five. So that is what I rolled. Uh, so okay. Chris, you're going to be the monologist. Okay. And, and I'm going to get you a suggestion here. Let's do it. Do we choose on the game beforehand though? Like the, the two games? Uh, so no. no. Yeah, we figure that out in the thing. No, yeah, I mean like much more I mean like the intermediate, like the inter. I don't mean like game in the scene. I mean like group game. Right. Yeah. Oh, so, really? You figure that out? Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I like I like to. I've pointed this out before, but like I think in in improv a little bit, the 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 vocabulary gets a little bit messed up. So there's right, the, like you mentioned, there's the game of the scene. People call right exercises or whatever the warm-ups. They call those games as well. That's a different thing. So then in in the Herald, there's the group games, which I would always call them group games instead of calling them games because it's just differentiate. So what a group game is in a Herald is really just um, it's it it can, it can be a lot of different stuff. Um, I think like a classic example is someone says everybody get in here and then you have like a boardroom meeting and you kind of discuss something with everyone. It's kind of one way of looking at what it is. Um, kind of things we do a lot. Is a like, scene? It, it doesn't have to be a scene. So it could also be like um, we've done like we're all like uh, newsboys or whatever. And we're all saying extra, extra, read all about it. And then we say some headlines yeah. or okay. television commercials is something my brain always goes to every time, which I never try Sometimes to do, but I always think it's that. Just a Sometimes it's just a soundscape. There's yeah, no we've done words or anything. It's just like a, okay. I, I think the it. only time, we, yeah, I think we've done the soundscape one time, and it was yeah. I liked I liked it when we did it. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? Have, I know I was thinking about like what other types of things you could do for a group game the other day, and I, now like, I'm just. Obviously, you have a lot more options when you're like physically playing because you can do like you can mm -hmm. do space work and you can like have a game based on look at how we're moving, look at how we're um, maneuvering through space. We can't do that here, so it's a lot more of the wordy, soundy stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, but it's ba yeah, it's it like if it, if it is going to be a scene, it's going to be all three of us, and I think it has a little bit of a structure of. Like this, like if it is a scene, it's almost like we're discussing a specific thing and it's like we're going almost like if you'd imagine more players, like we're going down the line and we're saying, you know, what, what, what our new products should be or something. That's, that's actually a pretty specific example. Like, um, what, 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 what do we need to design this? Or it's like, so it's like not super a kind of, I don't know, it could be that though too, but like a little bit more on. Of, uh, like a formatted sort of scene, I would say in my yeah. mind. Someone, someone's like leading it, it almost. In those instances, it's less about like we're actually building like a traditional scene like you would find in the beats, and it's more like here's this pattern that we're gonna have fun with. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I get it. We just yeah. call the end of it when we feel it, or is it like we have to get through everybody once or everybody, well, everybody twice, and then we're done? We'd we'd feel it. We'd feel it out. That's kind of what okay. I was saying. Like I think like having this kind of notion that there's a conductor during the group game can be kind of helpful. Yeah. Like mm, like okay. one person's sort of leading it and I'd let them lead it. Hmm. See, um, are you using yeah. a bell today? Also, yeah. Also, um I hit I do Perfect. hit the bell in bet in between the scenes. Uh okay. and in, in between every single step of the herald. Um gotcha. it's just cuz it's cuz it is helpful. Uh yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily do that in um 
wherever. Uh, yeah. But any other any other questions? Good questions. I think that's pretty much it. If I have questions along the way, I guess we'll get answered <laughs> somehow. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll test the boundaries until somebody like pushes me in the right direction or something or the other way around. Yeah. Or, I don't know. Yeah. We'll be good. Um, okay. So Chris is the monologist. Now, Chris, did you see the suggestion oh, yeah. I had in there? Do you see the, no. the chat? Wait. Okay. Oh, chat. No. No, it, it's great because it's a great suggestion, and we've kind of talked for a while, and I still wanted to use it even though you, you – so you haven't been staring at it for the last few minutes. I have not. Okay. All right. So monologue. So we'll start now. All right. And your the suggestion for the monologue is piercing kiss. Piercing kiss. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, this reminds me of like the awkwardness of like high school and maybe like college level theater, especially high school. Like when you have to kiss somebody in a performance, and when you're a teenager, it's like a really big deal, right? Well, one time. I want to say this is like freshman year of college, just like pretty early on. Um, I had to audition for a play and I got in and they still needed like the female lead. And they auditioned a bunch of people I already knew from high school. And there's this one girl in particular that I did not want to kiss. Like she hmm. was like this queen bee of the theater and she was just bad news. Like I did not like this person. And um, it wasn't that like kissing her would be unpleasant necessarily. It was just that I didn't want to do it. And, but I had to, you know, show must go on, et cetera. And, um, <laughs> um, after I had to do that, I went to text my friend and be like, Oh my God, I can't believe I had to do that. Blah, 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 blah. The things are due for art. What a horrible experience. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I had that girl's number in my phone as well. And the name of my, my friend was similar to her name. I texted her directly. Hmm. News. And it was rough. And uh, she did get into the show. <laughs> Not as the female lead, um, but she did get into the show uh, in the ensemble. So that, I had to do damage control. I was like, what do I do? Do I... Do I turn around and like make up some kind of outlandish story and say like, actually, I have a crush on you or something like totally the opposite <laughs> direction? I like that. I was like, wait, that's kind of. I know, smart. I know, and I, and I considered it to be like, oh, I lashed out because I'm so attracted to you, and I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But uh, to be honest, I don't remember how I got out of it. I did some kind of trickery, and everything <laughs> turned out semi-okay. I think it actually helped that we were already kind of enemies. Like, mm. it was like, well, classic text message then. Like, But when I sent it, it was mortifying. And then I told this exact story to, some, to like, another woman, <laughs> like, a semester later. Mm-hmm. I told her this exact story I'm telling you now, and then I did it to her. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Not, it wasn't like the same context or the same stuff, but it was like I texted someone else about her, and I sent it to her instead. So the moral of the story is have a stable of friends with really different names yeah. that are not next to each other on the alphabet in your contacts and you can, and you'll be fine. So that's what happened to me. I'm a bad person. 
a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I've learned my lesson, yeah. So, and, uh, yeah, that's the, that's, that's, that's the story there. I, uh, just, you know, um, I just straight up stole that guy's wallet. Just, I wanted his wallet and I took it. And, uh, took it. You just yeah, took what? it, man. Holy shit. Yeah. I took, I took his wallet. I mean, and he's like, you know, he just continued to stare at me. And then he, and he said to me, he said, you just took it. Holy shit. That's what he said. Well, wait, so it sounds, so he sounded like I just did just then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, kept asking, shit. he didn't, he didn't do yeah. anything about it. No, he kept asking me these questions and he was like, Hey, did, did that guy do anything about it at all? And I just kind of explained, no, he was just standing there and, and kept just asking me questions, you know? And I just, yeah. Wait a second. Mm-hmm. Wait, I, I think I, where's my wallet? I thought I had my wallet. Yeah. Do you, have you, you didn't see a wallet anywhere or anything like that. It was, it was this one that had like a, it even had a chain on it as well. What yeah. the hell? My chain's undone. Yeah, it, look, it probably See, looks a lot like this one, right? This this is a beautiful chain here on this wallet. What the hell, man? Holy what? shit, man! No, listen. This is a look. You're you're focusing on the wrong thing. That this is this is a good story. I just stole the guy's wallet, and then he no longer had it, and then I had it. It's pretty funny if you think about it. <laughs> I I'm pretty sure that's my wallet, and I need to get that wallet back from you. Can you hey. please give me, this is quite a confusing situation. You came up to me I, and you started, said, do you want to see a magic trick? Mm-hmm. And I said, yes. yes. And now I found that my wallet is in your hands. And yeah. I'm pretty sure that my mom said that I should watch out for con men like you. So right. yeah, I need you to give me back my wallet. I think what you just said is a beautiful story with a great moral, and we should really reflect on that, you know? this, this It's all really, when it gets down to it, it's all just storytelling. That's, oh, you know what? That's really true. Mm-hmm. You know, you're quite a smooth talker, man. Holy shit, ah. I forgot what I was just thinking about. I forgot what I was just talking about. What were we talking about? Well, I know that I've had been having lots of, uh, problems focusing since I'm looking at these just darling photos of children that are in this wallet that I've acquired. Just beautiful children. Oh, oh those are really, those are really nice looking kids. They remind yeah. me of somebody. I'm now forgetting. Oh, oh my no. goodness. I'm getting a weird tingling in my, in my head. Really? Huh, this is weird. I got like a headache or something. Yeah. You don't you ever, I, you ever get that? Um, I mean, I, I've had headaches before. Sure. You know, sometimes yeah, I take but like a, a I really quick, like a, a really quick one. Like here, show me. Wait. Oh my God. Oh my God. Every time I look at that wallet yeah. with those pictures, my head. I know. Oh my yeah. God, that's weird. There is, there is um, in this wallet that I have in my possession, there is a, a little bit of a, a sample Tylenol in there. Uh, look, I'll let you have it, man. Cause it sounds like you need it. You gotta, you gotta have some, you got some head problems going on. So you could have this, okay. this travel Tylenol that I got out of this thanks, wallet man. that I have. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Here, let me, let me take that. Do you have any mm-hmm. water? Oh, I thought I had uh, some water. You have any, do you have any water? I could have sworn uh, I got some. Uh, I do have this canteen. 
you know? Oh, hey, look, that's my favorite. Wait, my favorite band? Wait, what? You know them? You know Grateful Dead? Uh, no, not really. Is it, that's a band? I thought it was like just kind of a warning on this, li- on this particular tin of liquid. You know? What? Wait, you just, you thought it was a warning on this, and that, how did you find the, how did you get the water bottle then? Oh, okay. oh this it? is a good, hey, you're going to laugh at this because this is a funny story. Um, yeah? Er- earlier, I said that I was going to show you a magic trick, and uh, I showed you, you know, I didn't have anything up my sleeves, right? You remember that? So there was nothing in my sleeves, but what I then did was I just took this canister from you, and then now it's in my possession. Holy shit, dude. You're such a good magician. Oh, my God. Yeah. Man, dude. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, I knew you'd appreciate it. This festival is real crazy, man. Holy shit. I, man. Yeah. Oh, we are. This festival is causing us to to definitely to descend in some sort of meta madness for sure. Which reminds me of a bad trip I had one time. Oh, hey, you should tell me about it. I don't know if I want to talk about it because it's going to get me in a bad mood. It's a bad trip, man. Do you like talking about bad trips? Uh, I mean, you know, I think as long as your kind of story, you kind of, uh, you kind of tell it with a little bit of flair and, you know, you have a good moral on there and, uh, then it usually works out, you know? Yeah, maybe. Cause I think, uh, you know, I think the people, you know, uh, people appreciate a really well-told story. Um, they don't, you know, because a really it can make up for a lot of things, like directly insulting someone or, or st- stealing or from like them. Stealing something from? Yeah, not to be too yeah. specific. Maybe that's too specific. I just thought that example. for some reason. I don't know why that came yeah. to mind. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I you know you look like you're having a great time at this festival now that you're now that you're nude because I've. T- I've taken your clothes from you. Oh, man. Dude, what a fucking magician. Holy shit, how'd you pull that off? Literally. Yeah, I literally pulled it off by using literary techniques of storytelling to distract you. (laughs) Not to give anything away, you know. I mean, a magician shouldn't explain all that, but I just did anyway. That was a lot of big words for my brain, man. I'm just trying to have a good time here at this festival. If you, if you are you a performer here? This is, you know, we're just like doing like, this is like an in-between kind of a thing, you know, like, like this is like early in the day and we're just waiting yeah. for, for things to start. So you, you, are you going to like perform later? You seem like a pretty good like performer, man, like a good what? like magician. Well, yeah. The, yeah. Well, the thing is, is that I, I used to perform up on stage, but it turns out I make more money just take, just taking everything from the people who attend because you see the ticket price is just part of their money but i'm i can get all of their money with with trickery that's just a little bit about me frank i just want to say i think it's real mature uh, that you agreed to do this lunar mission even though uh even though frank slept with your wife yeah, well, uh, I, I, it's it's hard that you brought it up again. It is, 
it is uh it i have been trying to get over that uh it, it has been hard but i'm i i believe in the in the moon so i'm gonna do I it do too that's the first thing we have to affirm when we show up at astronaut school do you believe in the moon check yes every yeah. time yeah i you know i think it's 100 percent fair um you know that they disqualify people based on they don't you know disbelief in the moon i mean that's that does seem as to why we had some people who are otherwise extremely qualified they had the training they had the constitution they just didn't believe in the moon mm -hmm. yeah you know uh i have lots of beliefs and one of my main ones is the sanctity of marriage right well right of course, but we're not going to let that hinder us when we're up there with when we're up there with him, right? Well, you know, I kind of really feel like I I I know right now I am you know okay you know when we were in the centrifuge and it was spinning us around and you really had to fight back the the yep. vomit and throwing up and all those feelings. I swallowed it. Uh huh. Oh, that's horrible. But anyway, listen, I. Literally, I'm in, a, I'm in a constant state of just like burying and suppressing the rage that I have for Frank. Good, good. Yeah. What I'm saying, yeah, I, yeah, I know. I, I, my head's in the right spot. My, my what I want to do is in the right spot. But I guess what I'm saying that is, I can't. I mean, it's gonna. What if it er, just erupts anyway? Like Look. despite myself. It's 1968. It sounds to me like you've already got a real modern progressive handle on this. Oh, me. hey, you know, I, 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 I've listened to a couple of records in my time and and uh, listened to some of those things the kids have to say. But, you know, uh, you know, about free love and whatnot. But my, my wife is my wife, you know, you know, Jerry, I mean, right. She keep. Yeah. Keep bringing that up. I'm just, I'm a little bit concerned that you're going to talk to Frank about that when we're up there. I, I, when we're up there, I mean, look, I, if it, if it, if it, if it blurts out, you know, hey, Frank, you son of a bitch, you, you kissed my wife. Like, I don't know. I, what? I, I'm just saying, I, I hope it doesn't come to that. Hmm. He, the only thing he should be kissing is the, you know, uh, you know, the, the part of the space vehicle that has to attach to the other space vehicle that we're going to find in orbit. Right. The old NASA kiss. We've yeah. all trained on it. And he's mm -hmm. the most qualified. I need to know uh, that you'll be there when it's crunch time. No. He, Regardless he, I, of who's doing it. I... Uh, look, I, I've got to try to put my head in the game, but I mean, you know, the way that he parks that one space vehicle into the other one, I mean, it's, yeah, you've seen it in the simulations. The way he does it is very sensual. Yeah, you're not going to, you're not going to like watch that and have some kind of flashback, are you? Because to something you've imagined that, but that definitely happened that you didn't see. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean... Yeah, I mean it's it's not it's not as um, you know obvious and in your face as the moon is since I didn't witness the kiss, but which is real. Uh huh. Yeah, the moon is real. The yeah, kiss absolutely. is real. They're both right. equally real. I mean, I, I a little bit of a 
like watching the pageant of him parking the one lunar vehicle into the other space vehicle and just the the this the the passion that he does that with i don't know man i mean all those things kind of might drive me wild your knuckles are just snow white right now you're squeezing your drink so hard are you okay uh I mean, uh, as far as the drink goes, I mean, this is a, this is a lovely uh, cosmopolitan. Uh, I'm I, I'm enjoying the drink. <laughs> Look back there when we were going through centrifuge training, and you were at the controls, and Frank was in the seat, and you spun mm-hmm. him super fast, even by centrifugal mm-hmm. training standards. That was yeah. an accident, right? Uh, I, hey, uh, hey, it it. it it, that that pushing pushing that to the limit and seeing seeing the the you know kind of maximum centrifugal forces that a human being can withstand that that provided us with a lot of important and useful data. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is when we push the envelope at NASA, we're talking about adventure and physics. We're not in the Navy anymore. It's not. It's not like we have time for head games, like when we were on submarines and hey, such. Hey, I agree with you 100. percent I mean, I'm not the one out there playing head games with people by smooching up on their wives. Wait a minute. Now we're arguing. Is Frank getting to both of us? He didn't even do my wife. Oh, oh man, Jerry. Sorry for bringing that up in that way, but I mean, come on. Jerry, I, uh, the, uh, this is, uh, this is hard to, for me to tell you, but, uh, Frank said, uh, the re the, he, he didn't kiss her wife, but the reason was, is he did not believe she was going to be a good kisser. What? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to break my Cosmo glass. Oh, oh. Uh, hey, we should, co- uh, this is this is kind of maybe a little bit off topic, but we should refer to them more as Cosmo glasses instead of Cosmopolitans, because I feel like if we call them Cosmos, it more emphasizes what we do as astronauts. I agree. I'm going to wrap this up real quick. Oh, yeah. Let's get out of hand like that. Yeah. That's, hey, that's good. That's a good field dressing. I'm glad we're going to have you up there as our chief medical officer. Yeah. You got nothing to worry about in that department, but now I'm worried because we're both mad at Frank. Yeah. Well, at least, I mean, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, it's two against one at that point. So that that makes me feel a little bit more confident. That's a good point. It'll be just us and him up there around yeah. the real, very real moon. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so. Uh, here's the script. We're going to have to practice a little bit before we go up on stage later at this big festival. There's going to be a bunch of people there. Okay. So we need to be, we need to do like a, like a dress rehearsal. I know this is the one part of the scene that you're really not looking forward to, but we need to, we need to actually do it this time. Okay. To try it. What do you think? I don't know about this. It seems kind of dangerous. God damn it, Chris. We, what do you mean? Dangerous. This is just a kiss. It's just a kiss. Yeah, what if what, do you think what if the moisture on our lips causes us to slide past each other and one of us falls into the audience, one of us falls back into the set pieces? 
What the fuck? No, we're not. That's not going to happen, Chris. We're going to. Besides, we're going to be a little bit further behind from the. It's not anything to worry about. Okay, we're just going to. You know what we could do? We could. You know what we could do? Here, if you're worried about that, maybe we could put a little bit of like, I don't know, like mustache wax on our on our lips, and there's not going to be any slipping that way. It's like the opposite of like you know moisturizer. What do you think? What if it's too dry and it's like a flint and steel, and we cause a spark, and then we light on fire because it's a kiss. That could happen. Maybe we could, you know, there is a fire department, you know, on standby. I don't think that that's going to, you know, how about we, tr- how about, how about we try it here without anything? We'll see what happens. We'll see if it, you know, if any kind of a fire happens or what, or maybe if, you know, we light a fire yeah, I'm a in our spirits writer. for the scene. I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of dangers involved in smooching. <laughs> I don't understand how. Why did you even sign up for this role? If you if you're not looking forward, you knew this is part of the scene, right? I'm trying to get out of my comfort zone, but I'm not trying to cause some kind of conflagration in a closed theater. I also need the credit. Conflagration? I, I don't even know what that. I'm a theater student. <laughs> what does that mean? I'm trying to think of something that has a fire in it that's been in the theater. Um, uh, I, I understand what fires are, Chris. It doesn't sound like you do. I mean, um, I don't know. Just because I don't know what conflagration means doesn't mean I don't know what a fire is. I understand that if there are a fire that it would be bad for everybody involved. There's not going to be a fire, though. Dante's God, chemistry majors. Okay, yes, I understand Dante's Inferno. Good callback. You know, Dante's Inferno. He tried to smooch his love by going to the afterlife, and there was fire along the way. It's the same thing, basically. Hmm. (laughs) I understand fire, Chris. Okay. Anyway, um, if, if you understood fire, you'd know to stay calm so that people can get out easier. But you're, oh my not even god, is this are you, is this like method acting? Is this you trying to get us into a you know heightened emotional state for the scene? Yes, my, it's method acting, and my method is making sure there's no kind of chemical reaction that just kills everybody in this theater, like you're trying to cause. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> are we gonna do? Are we gonna run through our lines or not? Let's do it. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> what do you want to you want to do a warm up or something? You seem you seem a little nervous. Yeah, I want to do a warm up, a responsible warm up that won't cause some kind of chemical reaction that'll send this place up in the. <laughs> okay. What's what's the warm up that you think is going to be safe for us? I was going to say just like red leather, yellow leather to get the lips, you know, loosened yes. up. Yep, I was going to say the same thing. I will do it behind the screen. Oh. It's an auditory thing anyway. Or is it just for behind the screen? Okay, an auditory. Okay, go ahead. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. No fire started, right? Like we're still good. We're good. We're good, Chris. Okay, I'm I'm warmed up. By the way, I'm just making sure you're you know in a good headspace because we got to you know the big the big performance is coming up later. We need to be in a good headspace headspace for this. It's only a couple hours away. Up. You don't mean warmed up by a flame, right? I'm gonna poke my head out and check. Oh, thank God. Okay, sorry. I'm just worried. I'm, yeah, I'm here. Go up. No. It's Did you okay, know, Chris? That this We're is all the good. only all wood Victorian theater left in the tri-state area. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. It's called the Orpheum because, of course, it is. <laughs> hmm. That sounds like in London. I'm pretty sure I remember reading about that in my theater classes. That 
You sure? Hmm. Anyway, how does that player. relate? Why does that? Why did that come to mind? I don't understand. Saying, uh, wood is sci- is chemically proven to be one of the fieriest uh, substances known. The fieriest substance? <laughs> you mean like flammable? Almost, almost as fiery as fire. Yes, it can mm. go up any second, just like that. <laughs> just like <Okay>. that. <laughs> So yes, it's it's a great way to get to know each other. You just look, take your wallets out and uh uh just what the just the weirdest thing in there. Um just tell me what the weirdest thing you got in there is. So I, like oh I got another wallet inside my wallet. You have another wallet inside your wallet? Okay. Uh it does it um okay, so is it a different person's wallet or is it like have all the same contents as the previous wallet? It's like an escape pod for the wallet. So if my wallet gets stolen, that wallet deploys into my pocket and I run away. Oh, <laughs> so I I, I got to so the I'd imagine that the spring sort of catapult device that ejects the smaller wallet out of the larger wallet is the second weirdest thing that's in your wallet. Yeah, and that also gives me a boost on the initial running away part. Oh yeah, it kind of snaps your booty so you get moving. Yeah, I'm like, ouch. I'm getting robbed. I'm out of here. Sounds like an alarm detection device as well. Fantastic. Well, uh, the weirdest thing that I have in my wallet is uh, I have this... um, this entire it's scissors. I have I carry scissors all the way in my wallet all the time. Why? And what? yeah, that's just because um in in case I need to uh you know uh you know how people sometimes have their they open up their wallet and their pictures all spill out like in a little line like that. Um, I can cut them into uh you know like little you know little children. Playing oh. and holding hands when you fold paper like that? What's that yeah. called? Paper oh, that's cutting cute. Folding. That's yeah. really cute. Yeah. The weirdest thing that I have in my wallet is a little, like, tiny, uh, it's it's a little mirror that I can I can use to look. I normally would put on makeup with it, but sometimes I just like to look at it, just look at myself in the mirror and, and just admire oh. how well I put on my makeup earlier. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. That almost makes it like you don't you don't necessarily need to have a picture of yourself in your wallet. Yeah, it's like a replacement for that. It's like I, it's like a, I, I have like a rotating. It's like a different picture a day. It's like every time I look at it, it's a different picture. Oh, uh, uh, it, it, and I think you know, uh, if you get carded like at uh, at a bar or whatever, um, then the bouncer could be. You could just show him that picture, and then uh, oh, it would be a it would be a mirror, so it would, he would see himself, and then maybe yeah. he would ref, he would reflect on the idea of he doesn't have to be such a jerk and throw people out yeah. of the bar and just let you in. I have something yeah, weird some... in my wallet. Oh, what do you got? I have a Gideon Psalms, Proverbs, and New Testament full of typos. So, so that sounded mm. kind of um, okay until it had a whole bunch of typos. Why would it have that? I don't know. I think it's a collector's edition. That's why I keep holding on to it. It's probably going to be worth money someday. Huh. Yeah, and you know what the the flattening of it out and the kind of <laughs> general dirtiness and scumminess that it would get from being in your wallet no. that'll probably increase in value. No, it's still perfectly good. It has all the bospels in it. 
Gatthew, uh, Fark, Juke. Mm. Uh, They're all uh, in there. Oh, yeah. Juke's my favorite. Sound right. <laughs> I, it usually it usually comes mm. in box form when I'm listen when I'm listening to the gospel of Juke. Here, here. <laughs> but yep, it tells the story of Jesus Grimes. <laughs> oh. Uh, Is that the same guy that I've heard of? The guy on the on the cross? He goes by many names. Mine wasn't on a cross though, it was on a on a crisp. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I I used to have crispy crispy nacho chips in my wallet, but it turned out that when I would open up my wallet to have a little bit of a snack, uh that they while still crisp they were still named named their crispy, they just had their crispiness in a much smaller form. They, it was a very small, crunched up crispy snack. I had something weird I mean, in my wallet. Oh, what do you got? It's a, it's like a, a tieable balloon, and everyone assumes it's a condom. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's, it's, still, oh. it's really a, a balloon. I just need to have one all the time. Ah. So, What's wrong uh, with that? You know, yeah, Why do you I need, need it a, all the time? <laughs> so I can do this. Mm-hmm. Oh. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, it's and you got a little. How, oh, what are you yeah. gonna do now that you've blown it up? What are you? How are you gonna get that back in your wallet? One oh. time use. I gotta get another Whoa. one now. Oh well, luckily you have all that money in there with which to purchase another one if you choose. Oh. Yes, I also have three thousand dollars in cash, which I guess is also a weird thing to have in your wallet. That's kind of weird. That's kind of yeah. dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, it could catch fire. Yeah, the weirdest thing I have in my wallet is uh. It's a, it's a shuriken, so that if anybody tries to reach their hand in there, they'll just get, you know, their hand is gonna get, gonna get, oh. ah, you know. Ow. I'm the only one who knows that it's in there. So like, if I ever try to go in and, and reach for it, I like gingerly open it up, and you know, it doesn't it doesn't hurt me or anything. I don't want to be it's that never, guy. Nobody's ever stolen it from me. You should spring load that baby. I could help you with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, the the shirk, they, yeah, they, they, they work a little better when they're flying through the air. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm I should look into that. Are that you sort of like shirk- an offense instead of defense kind of a thing? No. <laughs> uh, best defense is a good offense, I yeah. guess. Yeah. yeah. You don't want anyone looking at your wallet the wrong way. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> okay, All right. Jonathan. Okay, mm-hmm. you, you, this is, this is the last time that I tell you, okay, I mm. did not, okay, just because I have a little mark on, on my neck here doesn't mean I, I you, you know, just because you forgot that you put it there doesn't mean that it's from somebody else, okay? This is from you. I swear, I swear. I'm not telling, I'm not lying. Not like before. I didn't lie before. This is, I'm telling the truth this time. It, I mean, it, it, you're saying you, that mark comes from someone else? You, 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 no, you I'm saying, saying it came from come... you. You think it's for you think mm. it's from somebody else. Uh, no, Look. and I'm telling you, I swear to you, it's not. Look, we are in a big mm. festival right now, and you know, I know things are, you know, people are just, you know, 
going back and forth, back and forth and everything. Just you know, everybody's dancing, everything, people touching and everything. But I swear, I swear it was you. It was you. It wasn't any. No, of course it wouldn't be anybody else. You know, the, the, you know, I am, you know, trained in dentistry and uh, the, the, the way that that looks, it just, it, it, it looks more like a, uh, not a normal, you know, American little bite nibble on the neck that I usually do. It looks like a more of a Transylvanian puncture of, of two teeth which to sucker some blood out of your veins. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you have been pretty teethy, pretty toothy lately. Um, yeah. Mm, uh, I, I'm I, I can't say I, I was really into that. Now, once again, as a, as a trained, you know, uh, dentist, you know, I am pretty aware of what's going on with my teeth and I kind of feel like when I'm nibbling on your neck, it's just a little bit conservative the way that I'm going at it. Well, I mean, you do have you, you you do have such like pristine, sharp teeth that it would you know it, you you can't imagine that that would happen sometime you know like where you just like accidentally let it slip and it just kind of you know makes a little puncture puncture there. Uh, you know, maybe I I know I know I've I've slipped with my uh you know uh you know that poking tool that dentist out uh, you know we call it poking tool um when you really get yeah, into dentistry do. we don't we, we you don't tell me a little bit about it i don't really understand the terminology <laughs> yeah. i really right. just don't understand what that is anyway i was one time working on a patient and i did poke uh accidentally their neck with my poking tool but you know i left that stuff at home when we decided to head up with the the camper to the festival well somehow i got these marks okay and yeah. i i could have sworn that it was from you mm. i mean well, my memory is a little bit fuzzy yeah. You know what else is uh, kind of odd? It's just the way that you're really lathering a lot of that sunblock on there. It's almost like you're putting yeah. so much on that you. Well, it's you really want to hot. Out. It really. Yeah. You know, it, 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 are you not? Are you not like feeling like the sun beating down on you right now? Isn't it like it's super hot? It's kind of overcast but today, in how, fact, and it, it looks like you're almost trying to avoid the sun entirely. I mean, I, it's super. I can't believe you don't feel how hot it is right hmm. now. Uh, no, it's kind of a reasonable temperature. Also, did you notice that your that your your neck is glowing red right now? It's like glowing My red. Neck? It looks really yeah. Did you? Yeah, it looks like it's like it's like really like glistening. Like it it looks it looks actually looks really good. Can I can I no? Can I be, uh, you know, I kind of feel like we've necked a little bit already enough. You know, like I kind of I'm just you know you know feeling a little oh, bit out. Yeah. Don't be so coy. I, I, yeah. you, I know you're, you, you normally like to get up to some, uh, some, some kinky stuff here. You know, there's a lot of people around, but we, I'm sure we can find somewhere behind uh, yeah. one of these trailers or something. Well, yeah, a little, a little out of the way place with no witnesses for our romance, yeah. right? You don't want any witnesses. Definitely. For the um, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of this story that you're telling you know, I mean, if I let you get away with telling me this kind of fantastic story, then, I mean, what kind of moral is that? What are you talking about? I just want to kiss you. <laughs> no, I, you're telling me that you're, 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 you're just sitting here and that I am the one who punctured your neck and that you just happen to have dumped out all of our garlic that we plan to eat with our pasta sandwiches. Like, 
Like, I was looking forward to that. It's just a lot of circumstantial evidence that just sounds fishy to me. Look, well, there was a vibe that we had going, but you always kill the vibe with all this talk uh. about, like, you know, food and stuff. You get so you get so nervous about about mm. kisses that I don't know why. Why you guys go to food? Men are no. so weird. The, this the the vibe I think that you're trying to get at is this. You you've been staring at me and uh, you know, kind of with your eyes, like really in a really penetrating way, as if to yeah. kind of you know, yeah, as if to kind of I'm trying to give you a hint. Well, well, it feels like you're almost trying to hypnotize me and, and can, like, yeah, with, with some sort of, uh, you know, ungodly power. Well, excuse me, folks. Uh, just coming through with this oversized mirror real quick. Oh, oh, great. Uh, what, a, what a beautiful mirror. I look lovely in the mirror, by the way. I look, I look very handsome. Yeah. Uh, How are you? Oh, that's kind of weird. That doesn't look like a mirror to yeah. me. I I can. Mm. It looks like it. Oh wait, mm. is that behind us? That's like yeah. right behind me. It's no. like that looks like this chair. That, that no. chair we were just sitting in. That's crazy. I'm, can you look? Can you see this? No. Yeah. Well, I see the chair that you're currently sitting on. Uh, just kind of sitting, just there, empty in the mirror. Oh my that's god. Odd. Wait, that's the chair. Oh my god, that's you. Right. Oh, what? Right. Can no, you see? You, did can you, you tell you, what's going? I can't see hey, myself in the mirror. What's going on? Are you drugging you, me? No. No. Uh, did you? Uh, no. You, no. No. With that, we remember we were going to save that for later on in the festival. So we're not. We're not at that point yet. Oh yeah, those things. You always have the best drugs because you're a dentist. Yeah. Can't yeah. wait until we get to that. But well, wait a second. But wait, what does that mean right now? If I'm not drugged, why can't I see myself? And why does your neck look so tasty? That's what I'm saying. Hey, 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 hey. You, you, you back off. That's what I'm saying, okay? Now, I'm going to, for, for no reason at all, I'm going to take one of these stakes out of the ground that's holding our tent in place, and I'm just going to yeah? place gonna it do on my... Head? I'm just going to... Look, this is... Okay, this like that I looks a lot it. like that. That looks a lot like that stick pokey thing or whatever you call it. Is that what yeah. is that what's called again? What did you call it? Yeah, right. Yeah, the the, the, the pokey tool for the dentistry, right? Oh yeah, a, that's a crazy name. What do you get? Yeah. What is, that reminds me a lot about that thing that you poked somebody else in the neck with one, at one time. What do you think right. of doing that? It's just a it's just a pokey tool that I just would feel more comfortable with if it's just if I just have it with me right here right now. This is really killing the nope. vibe, Jonathan. Yeah, the same, you know, it's the same way with my little vial of holy water that I like to keep near me. You know, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just a little re bit of reassurance. Hmm. I'm getting really thirsty, actually. It's getting really hot. Mm. Do you think I could get some, some water now that you say that? Uh, I, I mean, hey, Wait, if I water is... mine back in the, in the camper. If water is going to satiate you, then I would really encourage you to drink some because you are looking uh, like you mean, if it fluid. would satiate me. I people need water, Xanathan. Oh my God, mm. you doc, you dentist yeah. and men, yeah. you guys are all the same. You guys think women are just yeah. here. Excuse, let me me, get uh, excuse me, folks, coming through with this uh, big vat of water here. A priest blessed it, so we can't use it anymore. Sorry, oh. it's sloshing everywhere. Oh, oh goodness. <laughs> oh, <It's>, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Uh. Well, okay. there he is. Looking uh -huh. so smug over there. Yeah. 
Oh man, I just you know he's been looking smug ever since we walked slow motion down that corridor to enter into the capsule. Oh, he looks the smuggest. He's always hamming it up. He looks right in the camera and smiles. Uh, yeah, the way that he he looks where you know Houston into the camera into Houston and then giving a thumbs up and then his his teeth like give a, you know the glint in his teeth. That's super frustrating. I don't like who he says, Houston, we've got no problems. And then a little viewing public goes wild. Yeah. Yeah. Like he he just feels like everyone's on his side and the whole world is his oyster. Is it just me or is smugness worse in zero G? It's like amplified. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the way, you know, your little his little smile kind of curls a little bit extra. I think it has something to do with the fact that there's no gravity weighing his weighing his yeah. mouth down. It's easier. His face weighs uh, less. So he can pull it back further uh, make me use Speaking of his mouth, just looking at those luscious lips that were all over my petunia just kind of riles me up inside. Yeah, and that were not on my daisy, but did insult her later on. Yeah, yeah, who does he think he is? Oh, here he comes. Play it cool, play it cool. Okay. So, anyway, uh, I hear uh, uh, Daisy... She, uh, she's a wonderful lady. Yep, she sure is perfect for smooching. Just me. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's one of the number one things you want in a lady is for her to be, you know, uh, exclusive with regards to her smooches. Well, it looks like he just floated on by into the bathroom module. Uh. a close one. Yeah, smug asshole just has to smugly use the toilet. You like know, it's the most natural thing in the world. Accidents do happen in space, I'm just saying. Hmm. Wait, are you suggesting we figure out some way to make him poop his pants? I'm, that's exactly what I'm suggesting. All right. Won't be so <laughs> smug then. No, no one... <laughs> No one is smug when they give their underwear the brown kiss of unsmugness. Imagine the ground crew reacting to the rise in uh, the, the the readings in his in his yeah. pants down on the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that that'll show him, and then maybe yeah. And you know what? They'll broadcast that across the nation, and then every lady will know. Who, uh, which astronaut is not worth smooching at that point? Man, I'm really glad we, we have all this knowledge of like physiology and physics now that we can use against him. Yeah, yeah. It'll be his, his pooping his pants will be extra messy because it'll float like in his pants because of the zero G. I remember being <laughs> in class and thinking, uh, pressure differentials, what are we ever going to need this? Yeah, and now we know. That's right. So, our plan, uh, I, I suppose, um, uh, we should really try to get him to poop his pants in the next go-around, because, I mean, he, ju- he just relieved himself, you know? So, it's like, we gotta, we have some time to plan, I guess. I say we load him up with, with a dehydrated, like, 
like a the whole Thanksgiving dinner layout, basically. Yeah. And then we find a way to depressurize just the bottom half of him so it draws it out of him mm-hmm. and into his pants. Okay. Uh, yeah, all right. I got the uh, the entire Thanksgiving dinner in a package right here. There and, it is. Uh, it's in your hands. Yeah, it's in my hands. And then uh, we'll need some sort of vacuum uh, with which to uh, create that pressure that you were talking about. Well, we should probably just get him halfway through an airlock and then make sure he gets stuck with his legs on one side. <laughs> yeah, we'll Winnie the Pooh him. And then he'll poo himself. Yeah, high five, but remember Newtonian physics and all that. And yeah. don't, don't make me spin backwards. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. I, 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 know, I know that Frank can take a lot of that centrifugal force, but you haven't been trained in the aggressive and cruel manner that I trained him earlier. <laughs> no, I got the normal allowed amount that NASA prescribes. All right. Uh, I... Um, now, I, you know what? I really believe in this plan and that it's going to work. And also, I believe, I believe in the moon. Yeah, I believe in the moon as well. I just wanted to 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 make sure that our our hearts were in the in the right place with regards to the belief in the moon. I think that might be why Frank is so smug. I don't think he hmm. really believes the moon's even there. What? Yeah. And what? That's yeah. He's just in charge of uh, you know linking up the two. The, you know the space thing and the capsule thing and linking them together. He 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 doesn't really have to go down onto the moon, so he doesn't even have to deal with it at all. I hate Frank so much. I know. And you know what? If he does poop his pants, he'll probably be distracted the entire time that we are closer to the moon, and and you know, so he won't. He'll just he'll just be distracted from all the evidence of the moon that we're about to go get. Man, he's never going to know if the moon is real or not. It is, but he's never going to know. No, he's just going to live out his life in blissful ignorance of the moon and just kissing everywhere and all that nonsense. Oh, here he comes. Here he comes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. uh, Oh. Yep, outer space. Uh, uh, It's definitely out there. It's uh, Mm -hmm. sure big. Yeah, and you know what? There definitely isn't... Uh, you know, a hole in space right where that large white disc is out there that definitely exists. It's not, it's not just more space. No, it's stuff. It's matter. Yeah. Yeah. And it does matter. It's important that the things that exist do. Yes. I could shake on that. All right. But don't forget about the, the difference in physics as we shake. We don't want to... Yes, of course. I'll hold yeah, on to something. Yeah, we don't want to uh, go too crazy with those centrifugal forces because they are nuts. Yeah, they, they sure are. Be. Oh, he passed on into the recreation module. I think we're good. Okay, fantastic. Okay, listen, we have two minutes until the show. You can't bring that fire extinguisher up on stage. What do you think well, you're, you're doing with that? I could hide it behind this bush on stage, and no one will even know it's there. Okay, and then the mask, are you going to take the mask off? I think the mask needs to stay. I think the whole getup needs to stay. This whole flame retardant suit needs to stay. We can't, how, are you, how do you expect us to have like an emotionally charged scene if I can't even see your face? Do you say charged? Can you, can you elaborate oh on that? What's charged? You know what Is I mean, emotions, blow? right? Emotions. 
like hey high like heightened emotions you know like a spark you know kind of a thing yeah, now now i understand okay now you're speaking my chemistry minor language <laughs> chemistry <A> spark, spark. <laughs> yeah okay something somehow that a, part that doesn't add up to me but i'm no math major a spark is well I'll put it in biological terms sparks are the sperms of uh, fires hmm. they hmm. inseminate wood wow it makes it pregnant sure. with heat how many how many did you pick up with that line, Chris? <laughs> a biology major and a chemistry minor. Uh let's just say that I've uh, I've I've created quite a few sparks. Listen, are you trying to say that you just don't want to kiss me? Is that what it is? I'm fine we with still that. I'm kissed fine. this whole time. I'm, I am fine with that. I'm fine with that. I'm just, You're going to be fine up on stage. You're going to are you going to take off the mask? I, I, we, you know what? You're always talking about method acting. I think we'll just feel it out. We got, we got two, we got a minute left until we get up on stage. Okay. Are you going to be okay? Okay. Yeah. You need to do any more warm ups or anything? No more warm ups. I think we're good. Okay. Oh, that, that, there's a production manager calling us on stage now. Okay. You ready? All right. All right. I'm going to go up there. All right. Ah, oh, such a good day from work. It's so nice. Just relaxing and lounging and ah, let me take off all my clothes. <laughs> ah, let me just, oh, I can't wait until my boyfriend comes home. He's going to be so surprised that I'm just sitting here naked. He's going to love it. <laughs> uh, uh, is that a fire? Oh, somebody better pull the fire alarm. Chris, what are you doing? That's not the lot. <laughs> oh, my God. What the fuck is really happening? Let me get out of here. There's a board in theater. There's a board in theater. Calm down, Martha. It's going to be fine. The best part of the show. <laughs> Chris, Chris, what the fuck are you doing? I'm just taking precautions. Somebody said there was probably a fire, so somebody had to do it. Oh, right, let me get hey, that guy has a fire extinguisher. Let me go get that fire extinguisher. Oh, they're rushing. Why are you hitting me? And and so that is why the fire extinguisher and the foam that it sprays out is like the sperm of putting out a fire. So to review, the sperm of starting a fire is the sparks and the sperm of putting out a fire is the foam from a fire extinguisher. I don't understand sperm. Can you explain it in terms of theater terms? Yeah. So, in terms of theater, uh the the uh, uh the, you know, thing that genesises or creates a great piece of theater is a great Genesis is no you're talking my language. I'm the theater, I'm the theology kid. I know yeah. what you mean. <laughs> right. Genesis is the that's that the genesis is like the sperm of the Bible because it's By the way, you Bible. said you said it wrong. It's bo- it's bobble. It's bobble. Yeah. The, but the bobble, right? Yes, exactly. The, the, uh, I don't understand all this religious stuff. Can you explain it in terms of computer science? Right. So the sperm of computer science is what is the Hello World program, um, and that's always what. Yeah, that's what sperm are thinking when they are swimming through that canal. 
I want to understand what's going on. I still haven't gotten the theater explanation yet. The yeah, the the yeah, the, the, a good story is the sperm of theater. A good Wait, story, but a good story has a beginning, middle, and end. You were just talking about like starting a fire or something, well, but well, I don't well, really know what that means because I'm only into theater. Before before you put understand. up, okay. Uh, I, look, I, mm-hmm. well, I was saying I don't understand that Aristotelian structure he was talking about. Can you explain it in terms of genetic engineering? <laughs> yeah, the sperm of genetic engineering would be, uh, you know, the the model for the DNA, the, the 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 helix model of DNA. Just imagine if a sperm was shaped like a helix. I don't understand hey, DNA. Hey, I'm the I'm the jock. Can you explain that in terms of like sex or something? Oh, (laughs) yeah. The sperm of sex is just you know the flirtation that you do in the beginning of a relationship when you're just flirting. That's like sperm swimming through. That's like the beginning and the middle and the end of every relationship I've been in. You're doing a lot of flirt. I mean, you have flirting throughout your relationship, which is interesting. I'm mainly surprised it's at the end. Of the I don't understand. Well, they don't last very relationships. long. These relationships don't make any sense to me. Can you explain it in terms of close-up magic? Oh, uh, <laughs> the sper- the sperm of close-up magic is when the magician shows you that he doesn't have anything under his sleeves. Oh yeah! Imagine Ooh. if a, a sperm, oh, like okay. a, a, if a sperm had a sleeve. I imagine it, you know our sleeves are used to cover our arms, so a sperm's sleeve would cover its tail. I understand that. I'm the I'm really into magic. I'm the weirdo kid who likes magic. Wait, why are you not wearing any clothes, teacher? How, how are you not wearing clothes anymore? <laughs> Definitely not me. Definitely not not the magician guy. Hey. Definitely didn't have anything to do with that. The Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh it's just to it's just to demonstrate I t- my clothes are off, students, to just demonstrate where sperm comes from more clearly for you. <laughs> I'm a sperm. I don't get it. Can you explain it like it, Osmosis Jones terms? Uh yeah, okay. So it, okay. Um, imagine if a sperm got shrunk down and then traveled into a sperm t- to f- uh, figure out <laughs> what was going on in the sperm's anatomy. Oh, why did you say so? And, and but but oh yeah, but then it's like a whole metaphor inside of the the sperm that didn't shrink down. It's like a whole uh, city inside there, and there's like beat cops and stuff like that, and. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really, it is a fantastic journey. After all. <laughs> all right. All right, everybody. Uh, we're about to, to, to rock your world uh, up here. So, uh, I'm glad all of you, you pale, what I'm assuming are pale-faced goth kids come out to a festival, and I'm so glad to have you here. Now, um, I do uh, want to let everyone know that you got to stop 
pulling the stage apart and constructing those what I assume to be uh, small sleep wooden sleeping shelters that you all seem to be constructing. Please, please leave the stage alone. Uh, and uh, anyway, and now <laughs> thank you for uh, having us. That's our set, by the way. Uh, I guess the local uh, the local high school theater department has something to 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 put on here for you guys. Hi, everybody. Uh, we are uh, the um, Chamberlain High School uh, Theater Advanced Pantomime and Characterization class. Um, today, we're gonna do a uh, we're gonna do a show called Rising Sun. Oh. And in this show, uh, we Ooh. we uh, we uh, channel solar energy Ooh. and uh, a lot of practical effects. Mm. And uh, you may want to put on sunglasses for this one. Um, hey, I. Hello there. I, I don't, uh, I don't, um, you know what? I do not believe in the sun. So I, this is going to be a ridiculous show. You don't believe, you know, well, we'll make you believe in the sun with the no. power of high school theater. Hmm. I don't think that is possible. You see, I have not seen the sun in the centuries and millennia. So therefore it must not exist. Look, I'm in high school. I think I know what I'm talking about. Your, uh, your American high school education is vastly inferior to the uh, Transylvanian one that I was offered. We cut to Transylvanian high school. <laughs> you know what it's like? Uh, <laughs> the professor... Uh, can you explain uh, um, this, uh, you know, applying a severed head to a stick, uh, impaling a severed head on a stick? Can you explain that? Like, I, don't, I don't understand it. Oh. Uh, yeah. You see, the... the <laughs> The poking a head onto a stick. That's very much the same as uh <laughs> as puncturing a young lady's neck with your teeth. You wanna think about it in that terms. Hey, Boris, has anyone asked you to the Shady Hawkins dance yet? No. No one has asked me. I uh, well Here's the thing. I asked Wanda to go to the dance, and she said yes, but you know what happened later? What? I saw Wanda kissing Orloff. Uh, oh. No, wait, I mean, he was not kissing her. He was uh, feeding on her, on her neck. Oh, I knew it. Yeah, I, I had planned to take her to the, the dance, and she was going to be my victim, but then Orloff steps in, and he has fed on her. That's a scandal. It's going to be all over the paper tomorrow, tomorrow night. Yes. The school one. Uh, yes, the, the, school, the school newspaper might carry that, uh, uh, that little tidbit or morsel of gossip, but uh, I have a plan, you see. I... I 
Uh, I am going to. I ha uh, invited Orlov to eat an entire Thanksgiving family celebrating Thanksgiving. An entire oh. family. He's going to. Oh. Yeah. He, listen. My yeah. The plan, <laughs> the plan is he's going to feed on all an entire family that's together for Thanksgiving. And I'm going to make him shit in his pants, basically. Look, Boris, I love to hear the rest of this, but a bully is putting me inside of a coffin. That's what I get no. for being a journalism kid. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's also what you get for going to a vampire high school, because usually mm-hmm. you would be stuffed in a locker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am so sorry for you. Uh, you know, I'll... Uh, um, when I go to the mythology class where we're covering the sun, I will let them know that you will be late. <laughs> Even though we live in this unending darkness with no time. <laughs> oh, you are you are very much deep in that coffin. You must be getting a very nice nice rest. So happy for you. <laughs> We can... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's not Nick might step in. I didn't want to go on for too long. Oh, I think Nick, yeah, Nick left. Oh, he left the jam. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he left before the group. I think he, yeah, he left right after the second group game. Oh, the- if, I, if I had known he wasn't here, I definitely would have done something else. I wouldn't even have made that choice. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Everything came together. Great work. Did he work. say he was leaving in the chat or something? Yeah, he did. He said, yeah. Okay. He said he had 10 minutes to go during one of the other earlier scenes, yeah. Got it. Yeah, I did not see that. Okay, cool. Yeah. cool. All right. That was the Herald, everybody. Uh, Yay. Cu- Yay. Kudos. Yeah, absolutely. Kudos to Pod for trying. We'll get that audio figured out, I'm sure, eventually. Oh, I hope so. He had yeah. it yesterday, like I said. Yeah. Very, ener- very energetic player is what Pod is, which is great. Yeah, absolutely. Nick, kudos to Nick for getting right yeah. with it. Yeah, That's his first time. Season. Yeah, first time out, and he he seemed to have the understand the structure and stuff, and he did great. Yeah. Kudos to Steve for the character, the vampire guy. Uh, I think, my, yeah, whatever the voice is, I just, just whatever it is, I'm just going to make it outrageous because that's it sounds okay at that point, I think, maybe. Just make it wild, yeah. A yeah. vampire. Um, <laughs> I like the whole astronaut, the first astronaut scene I thought was fun. Yeah, for some reason, I I started thinking about that. Like when it was about time for us to go into that scene, I was like, it's probably something where people are stuck together and they have to work together. <laughs> should happen. Oh yeah. Well, even if you don't, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, that's why high school seems awful when you're you know dating or whatever, because then you're stuck with all of those people. Yeah. Like, I think about that. I'd have no idea how. <laughs> Like, just avoid that whole situation. You shouldn't date someone at your school. That's like a bad idea. Yeah, Ugh. it's like uh, being on like a generational ship or something. Yeah. 
and it it can carry on year after year also for a little while. It must it must make you grow though in some ways I suppose. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, what else was I gonna say? The theater is made out of wood. Okay. <laughs> it's like the most. Wood is the most, I don't know. You said, you said this idea. You said wood is the most flammable thing, but you said it in an insane way, which was oh, great. Like one of the most fiery substances. Yes. And then also fire. <laughs> fire. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was actually cool. thinking about the theater where this all really happened, the story. And uh, I remember one day um, I was like really tired and I decided to sleep on the set, like on the stage. And um, I was alone in this huge theater, like this cavernous space just surrounded by blackness and something about, I don't know, the acoustics or just the knowledge that I was in this giant room by myself in the dark. It was like the deepest sleep I can remember. Hmm. Like it's, it was so deep. Were you like on a, uh, on a stage bed or couch or something? Couch. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah, it was great. That, hmm, I don't, that's like, well, what's the biggest room I've slept in? I don't know, but it's, <laughs> I, I kind of get what you're saying though. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what it was. My mind was like, this is the place for sleep. It, it also, like, it's like a weirdly, like you're vulnerable because you're in this big open space and someone could come up to you, but yes. at the same time, yeah, but at the same time, maybe, you know because you'd hear them or something. I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Uh, do you have any, pl do we have plugs to do? Do we have to tell each other? Uh, I don't. And we've got Monday tomorrow. I think I'll be there for the second half of that. Yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably be here for that too. Um, yeah. Awesome. Another I'm going to go. Awesome. Jim on Friday. Oh yeah, you got the public domain jam. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I'll check that out. I'm gonna listen. I want to listen to one first. Are you clicking um the podcast upload when uh, you do that? I don't realize we had to click it. I have not been doing that. Oops. Oh, that's the way I listen to them. So you got to click that. Oh, will it work retroactively on old ones? Yeah, yeah, and it'll just upload. Uh, I really liked our epic of Gilgamesh we did. It like. It went in directions where I was like, oh my god. Like, was Mesh in it? Was Mesh Gilgamesh? Yeah, he was, yeah. Of course, yeah. And uh, he killed it. He was really funny. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I'll listen to that. I like what you said. I appreciate what you said on the Discord. Have you listened to the spotlight things? And you like drove into the desert, like um, fear yeah. and loathing style is what I imagine. Yeah. Well, it was the middle of night. But yeah, I drove out until like 2, 3 in the morning. Um so just listen to it. I always listen to podcasts when I'm driving. It just gets me into the better headspace. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just really interesting to me, like the whole exchange, because you had a whole 45-minute uh, recording where you like did all this analysis and everything, and then like the, the rest of it was so different. <laughs> yeah. It was so fun. Well, yeah. What? Yeah. I don't know. It was just what I was thinking, really. Yeah. It was no. It's it's kind of fun to do that because you're like, I don't know, just talking about stuff is, I felt like, you know, 
not purified, but something like that. Like it just got something yeah. out of my system. No, but there was just like, there was one part. The reason I said different is because like, there was one part where it almost sounded like Scott was suggesting that you were over analyzing. I was like, man, he just put all the energy into the time before he came on. He's like, what do you say? He was like, this is like when art experts just oh yeah ramble about art. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah. Talk about yes. That's exactly yeah. what I was doing for that amount of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like it's, yeah, obviously you can, you can analyze um, improvisation and it's important to do that. But I also am at the point where I'm like, I'm just here for the funny ha ha, but I yeah. appreciate both. I don't know. Yeah. I enjoy, yeah, I enjoy, but I enjoy the analysis part of it. I think it's interesting. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. It's, it's just always something to think about. And I'm going to do it no matter what. I'm just like, cause you have, yeah. you have a, yeah. That's what I always like in, in class when they're like, what did you guys think about that? Or whatever. And you talk about it. It's like, man, you do not give need to give me time to talk about what I thought or how it went because I'm going to ana- analyze it for like hours on end afterwards anyway. So okay. <laughs> you don't have to encourage that uh, yeah. for me. They should cool. let you next week and then talk about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll have footnotes on every single one. I was like, I think that was someone's um, suggestion to like listen to improv and then write the whole thing out, like just as a dialogue or whatever. Because as oh. you do that, you, you would you would you would analyze it, you know, as you would do that. So that's a, like a thing they suggested. And I was like, man, yeah, that sounds like a good thing to do. I would like to do that sometime, but I don't know if I'm mm-hmm. ever going to do. I don't know maybe a lot of work we're at the point now where transcription from a computer is pretty doable so maybe just let an an app transcribe it for you yeah well i think the guy's point was though that you're spending that time typing you know so you're kind of you got to be putting thought into it and whatnot if you're spending time doing that so oh wait did he mean to type it up while it was happening or to listen later and transcribe it oh listen later and transcribe it Right. Okay. Yeah. So that you're just sitting there with it and kind of like the way I, feel, I, I always, I always write okay. stuff in my notebook. I write stories and stuff. I write them in my notebook first and then I type them up. And I think that's, even though that's like two steps, but I think that's just helpful to do because it, it helps the editing and stuff because you're, you're going over it again. Yeah. I've thought about going back through like my theaters, like um, Vimeo archive of shows and mm-hmm. watching them and creating like, Vis- like like graphs and like visualizations of like where people occupy space physically on the stage, who goes where, uh, like a heat map of people's activity. I think it'd be really interesting to like visualize like, oh, this person's in every scene all the time. Or, oh, this person likes to hug the front of the stage or the back of the stage, et cetera. That would be crazy. If you were able to do that, that'd be crazy to know. I don't know how that yeah. would affect... I would want to do things that I don't do is my, my immediate, like, well, I do that all the time. I need to yeah. go somewhere else. I think what you could do, this take a little bit of work, but it would probably be after you set it up, it would be less daunting than watching the shows and mapping it out would be to um, put a sensor on people, like literally track <laughs> them and then let the program figure it out for you. And then you could focus on other things like what kind of characters does this person play all the time? How loud do they get, et cetera. Ah, uh, get a little data. Yeah, 
Yeah, optimize improvisation. <laughs> hmm. This is a dark path. I st- I st- yeah, I still would be like, that's a thing. I'm like, yeah, like if you make the choice all the time, it's like you should probably make a different choice is what I'm thinking in my mind, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Do, do, do what's successful. I'd probably talk about astronauts too much. <laughs> uh, but they're awesome. They are awesome. They're astronauts. It's like dinosaurs or something. Like, what are you gonna do? Not ever mention dinosaurs? Yeah. Vampires. Vampires. I, yeah, vampires. The Pope. <laughs> I sometimes think like, well, you know, you do so much improvising. It's like, well, what is something that hasn't been in an improv scene that you've done? Like, you know, it's like that's so hard to more, tell. Well, you, you don't have perfect memory, but there's things you know you've done, you know? Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Have you done a sci- – I see – okay, here's one. I haven't done Scientologists in an improv scene. Oh, yeah, me either. Just some specific thing. Yeah. Mm. I, I guess you tend to gravitate towards things you're either more familiar with or that you like. You yeah. I mean? I also think generally some things are just funnier, like to play around with like the vampire idea or astronauts idea or um, like just, or being in the future. Cause then you can yeah. make up all kinds of stuff when you're in the future. It's just like, like a kind of a, cause that's the whole idea behind the movie, like sleeper or Futurama. It's like yeah. almost any idea is justified sort of at that point. And so it's just an, a great, so everyone's always tapped into that before. I think. I don't yeah, know. That's a great, that's a great point. I also think stuff like vampires or astronauts, like those kind of broad, like there's, there's a lot of things to touch on there so that you can relate things in a lot of different ways. Like the way the fire was the sunrise. And then that's like how that, you know, the theater thing relates to the, it's just, there's just so much stuff in the vampire lore that you can draw on to make other connections with other things. Yeah. Very fertile ground. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, cool. If you don't know about something, you don't. Anyway, yeah, let's. I'm gonna wrap it up. I'm gonna go get some food. Good call. Um, let's see. You want to make sure to tend your garden, okay? Yeah. That means you set up your own space where things are awesome, just like astronauts do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You have a great day, Chris. I'll see you Monday, you probably. Yeah, probably. Bye-bye. <laughs>